Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. 
Earwolf announcement starting March 31st. If you want episodes older than six months of our show, you will need to subscribe to Stitcher Premium. We wanted to tell you well in advance so you can take any actions needed to hear all the episodes before they go to Stitcher Premium. Like if you want to download them all now for free before then, who are we to stop you? Subscribing to Stitcher Premium is a great way to directly support our show. Plus, you can get access to hundreds of exclusive series like Hollywood Handbook, the pro version, comedy bang bang tour shows, throwing shades deeper shade of shade and more. So whatever you need to do, whether it's downloading all of our episodes and filling up your hard drive or just subscribing to Stitcher Premium for $4.99 a month or just $34.99 for the entire year, do what you got to do. I should also mention uh, we're a little unique in this regard. We have the Players Club. You guys know probably by now that if you want to hear uh, older episodes of our show and the bonus episode we do every week uh, in the st- in the premium uh, area of our own site, you can sign up for the Players Club. That includes video and all that good stuff. But uh, check out NeverNotFunny.com if you're interested in that. We have packages going all the way back to 2006 when we started the show. But all of the Earwolf shows uh, and actually all of our first 13 seasons are also in Stitcher Premium. So it's a great way to hear the show if you want to go back and and hear it all. Uh, If you're going to do that, use our code Pardo at www.stitcher.com slash premium for a one month free trial. That's stitcher.com slash premium and use the code Pardo. And for more info on all the shows affected, go to Earwolf.com. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. I'm hopping and popping. Oh, so you want to flip the dibble? You don't think I twerk? Well, I didn't know that. Eric, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did we just make it better for women? <laughs> That's what we do here. We spitball. You just gave her an armful of lettuce? I'm in. Love it. Let's go. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hey everybody welcome into the program episode 2203 2203 2203 is the episode number uh our last episode before Parkastathon that uh, you'll be hearing before this saturday at noon to uh, midnight pacific time right there on nevernotfunny.com uh the auctions are up and already moving yeah. Now, we spent a lot of time on the Players Club last week talking about... Uh, <laughs> the, some, the entire episode. The some might say too much. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> and if, and if, you're, if, you, if you're one of those people, Elliot, I tell you, fuck you. How about that? <laughs> oh, I don't. It doesn't bother me. Well, you know what? You talking right now bothers me. So, so <laughs> bottom line, right now, somebody's being bothered. Remember when Elliot didn't talk as much, and then in the Players Club, he's like, ah, well, you loosen up a little bit in the Players Club. <laughs> Suddenly, now he's just everywhere. He's a little too... Uh, he's like a, it's like a roach infestation. Hey. <laughs> What? What's up? He's talking about a roach clip. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's cool. talking about, you know. Cool doobies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at any rate, the auctions are up, you guys. Uh, some great stuff over there, uh, just including sitting in it, Never Not Funny. Uh, become a member of the Players Club, the Fantasy Baseball League. Mm-hmm. Also, go to Trivia Night with us. Uh, and then there are some guest and non-guest uh, auctions uh, also available. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check them out. The, uh, they're already, uh, the numbers are already running away nicely. Some are stagnant. <laughs> that uh, are, are I can imagine the, uh, the have Jimmy, have Matt, have Matt Belknap as a guest on your podcast probably hasn't moved anywhere. I don't know if, the, I don't, uh, who, by the way, where, what happened to the days where we started all auctions at minimum $69? What happened to that? We did do that. It's except for the poster starts at two fifty. the signed poster. My, uh, at one point, the Jimmy Pardo be a guest on your podcast was $60. 
Oh, well, that was a mistake. Yeah, and I think yours might be. I think uh, yours started That's at weird. that. I thought Caitlin said she started them all at sixty nine. Uh, well, they're going uh, at any rate. They, 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 the auctions are up. Get on board. It's for a good cause. Smile train. And if you don't want to, uh, you know, our, our goal is always to give something neat. If you want to donate money anyway, but if you want to just donate money, please do uh, this Saturday for uh, Parkastathon two thousand eighteen thirty. Three guests at the moment. There's always a chance of somebody falling out. But mm-hmm. at the moment, we have 33 guests uh, over the 12 hours. And uh, some uh, show favorites, some uh, uh, maybe first-time podcast a and mm-hmm. maybe some folks that haven't been on podcast in a while yeah. uh, will be joining us. And so we uh, will be excited to uh, be doing that this Saturday uh, right there at never.funny.com. Right, uh, you can stream it. And um, and you can get, you can the auction links are on that page, too, never.funny.com. Oh. And... If you just want to donate, there's a donate button on that page. So everything you need is right there. Everything's right there. Oh, and you can, you, and Bandy. You can uh, pre-order the download if you want to own the files after the fact. You could do that. I'd rather you watch it live. Sure. Donate money and then go, hey, both. I enjoyed that. Then then do it. Yeah. But How you, about that? You could do both. Eh. <laughs> okay. I don't like it. Some people might be busy. Eh. Money's it up. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask of people. Be like, hey, make make. Uh, I understand. That, find twelve man. hours out of your uh, Saturday. To, no, you to can't watch find this. twelve hours for your hero. What good are you? That's what I say. <laughs> That's what I say. Anyway, Parkastathons this Saturday. We're excited about it. Elliot's under the weather. He tells me. I've been now. I've been fighting something, and then we'll get to Elliot's health. I've been fighting something for the last month. I guess it's been. Yeah. Uh, today's the best I felt in a month, oh, and uh, I predict that'll last six hours. <laughs> then I'll uh, be back. I. Sinusitis is what they ended up uh, diagnosing, uh, which is something, if you recall back to episode season one, I had sinusitis, and Mike Schmidt uh, said, uh, and he, what I'm only described as a very condescending way, mm-hmm. do you mean sinitis? And I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's sinusitis. My God. And he acted as if I, I, I'll say, he acted as if I was, the, and this is public knowledge, it's on an episode, yeah. mm-hmm. he acted as if I was the dumbest human being alive, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that I should just take my nose off my face because <laughs> I don't know uh, what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and nothing in the world pleased me more than to prove him wrong on that. <laughs> nothing. Nothing in the world pleased me more. Oh, dear. And, uh, and then, you know, I handled that, right? Uh, you fired him. About 40 episodes later, I said, Love that sinusitis, sinus bullshit. You're gone. Yeah. Uh, now, but that's, is that different than a sinus infection? I believe it basically is a sinus infection. Yeah. Uh, sinusitis. Uh, by the way, that's one of the auctions. Go to a baseball game with Mike Schmidt and I. Yeah. Which I believe is actually done some pretty decent numbers. <laughs> what? You said sinusitis and you said, by the way, that's one of the auctions. I thought you were going to say sinusitis. You can it get is. sinusitis from Jimmy. Here's another example of you talking. <laughs> Yes, that was I agree. good though. I, I, I don't compliment him. I you compliment him, him he's going to think everything he's going to say is good. He's going to interrupt more. I made it clear I don't want him talking earlier. Now I'm telling him that was a good one. <laughs> that one. Now that's it. Now you shut up for six minutes minimum, <laughs> unless right. a question is asked of you. We should have a, a like a button that starts a clock, and then it's like you can't say anything until that clock. Boy, wouldn't that be zero. nice? <sighs> Set it at ninety minutes every day. <laughs> What's going on? You're supposed to have fixed this wall. What's happening with you? <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait, wow. We're, we're going to go all the way there? I'm, I'm, Gee, I'm, the, I'm, week, I'm, the week of Parkes, then you're going to take issue with the wall? I'm mad at this guy today. That does not oh, seem boy. fair. I'm man. mad at this guy today. <laughs> that does not seem fair at all. I know. I don't disagree with that, Garen. He likes the cock. Uh, <laughs> that's a Jay Moore quote. Uh, dice. Uh, Jay Moore as dice. Jay Moore as dice. Uh, talking about Garen. Now, Elliot, the whole reason I brought up my uh, illness, and, yes, sir. and hopefully I will feel better uh uh, this week, hopefully, I, this is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that I've been sick, uh, and maybe this will be a week where I, I get better, and it'll be a, a rare podcast of them where I am feeling good. Right. Mm-hmm. But Elliot is so under the weather that he uh, 
uh, put the wrong name on an episode last uh, yeah. uh, the well, Players he, Club. He just left the previous yeah. episodes. Right. I apologize. That's, that's the wrong name. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but he it's, didn't it's, tape it's, it's, it in. Yeah, it's, it's not as yeah, it's not as though I you know put in uh, Joe Biden or something like that. In, in, oh, don't blow the big secret. <laughs> People out there think Joe Biden's on the podcast. With <laughs> can, we just, can we just say that, right, he's not. that he's not? He's not. Somebody had a signed book and they donated it. I just saw that. I was looking at the auctions and I was like, what? Yeah, I didn't understand either. Are you looking at the auctions right now? I was just out of curiosity with the, the uh, Jimmy uh, Garen, uh, Elliot and Matt uh, will be a guest I, on your podcast. I think right? two of us aren't on there yet. Oh, no, you're all there. Oh, you're there. Where I, I looked there. at the page. I didn't. I saw the karaoke has got nothing. But uh, uh, keep scrolling. Matt, Elliot and myself. Yeah, what are you guys at? We're all at sixty nine dollars. Oh, it did start at sixty nine. So zero. And but I have a bid. You guys don't. Oh no! What? What? Okay. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying. If what. this I is totally a fantasy understand. league, that would you would get a point for that, probably. Yeah. First bid. It, I, last I looked, by the way, I think I was at seventy dollars and, <laughs> and a penny. You're at seventy sixty nine. Yeah. Up top, one dollar. Right. Somebody bid a dollar more. Yeah. But that's all right. Well, those are all going to go up. And uh, again, it's all for a good cause. And uh, I'm never going to, I'm not going to fulfill that obligation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost like now you're trying to compete with us for who's going to get the lowest by like, now you're talking your auction down. <laughs> but you can't win this one. This is one where someone other than you is going to win the lowest bid. Yeah. And I mean, that, you could call it winning. You could also call it losing. That, that may not be the case. Oh, it's, it's definitely. Maybe some case. weird Star Wars one is out there that's like, you know, we'd like to get Matt Belknap on there. Hmm. Maybe maybe some young upstart podcast goes, you know what? We didn't a young screenwriter on there, a, a horror aficionado. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get Garrett Cockrell on there. Yeah. Maybe there's a podcast out there going, we are trying to find the most boring human <laughs> being on the planet. And they go, we found him. Let's bid $1,000. Let's get Elliot Hopper. You don't know. But don't look at me like that. You know that joke was coming. I know. That joke had a horn on it. I was just think, thinking whether or not it would be worth being insulted like that for $1,000. <laughs> Well, you're not getting it. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand. It's worth for, it for, for the, the charity. charity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anything is worth it for the charity, obviously. Let but... me ask you this. What if they doubled down? What if they said, charity, $1,000, you $1,000, but know this, we are giving you an award. You're the most boring man on the planet. <laughs> well, I, I feel like there's some more boring people who would be a, would be upset that I got that award. Wait, but... that $1,000 bucks would be nice, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't thousand... you sit there for 12 minutes or a half hour? Yeah. Oh, no, that's a long episode. For, if you really for, want to give the listener a taste of how boring he is, you have to go at least. Well, wait a minute. Am I being boring for, for half an hour or are they telling me how boring I am for Both. half an hour? Well, I think you. They're telling you how boring you are and then they're giving you a chance it. to prove them wrong. <laughs> it's not boring. No, that's, that's the downside of this. Yeah, bo- boring's not the right boring's word. Boring's not the right word. Uh, Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> It's not fair. It's not fair either. He's a, a good guy. I'm something, but I'm not either of those things. Yeah. yeah. Unlikable? Is that safe to say? put our finger well, on it. That? That's, that's a personal opinion. That's honestly the only reason you haven't been fired yet. We're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> what is this guy? How do you describe it? You need more evidence. Let's get, you know, it's like Trump. Let's give him one more year. Let's see what happens. By the way, our president says he uh, would have run into that school without a weapon. Yeah. He would have done it. Mm-hmm. Run? That's what he said. <laughs> I would have run in. Is that the hardest part to believe that he would run? Hey, guys, who's at the door? It's this. Hi there. Who's at the door? Hi there. Yes. Who is it? UPS? UPS. Oh. Welcome in. Amazon? Yes, sir. How do we feel about Amazon these days? That's good. They're making lots of money. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Well, good for you. All right. Good luck, gentlemen. Thanks. Okay. We're going to badmouth Amazon as soon as you close the door, though. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I, he's he's Where are they at with the NRA thing? Are they, they bail on that oh. yet? I don't know. The NRA I don't TV? I so. Yeah, Apple and Amazon, last I heard, were still... Still holding on to that... Uh, and, and maybe Roku, I don't know. That uh, television uh, gem? Uh, I think that's uh, Garen's new uh, headphone cable, by the way. 
Pretty exciting. We're going to get to wrap that around the room. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, it is. Sweet. I can feel it through the package. I'm an expert. <laughs> You're at feeling things through packages? Cable pe- feeler? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Follow up. You want to feel my package? That seems... In this day and age? Seems perfect. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm being polite about it. Time's up, Jimmy. I'm Time's asking up. in a polite manner. That's still... Uh, yeah. You can't, you can't ask politely anymore? No. <laughs> Even that's out? <laughs> I don't think the politeness was the issue. Please? Uh, Please? Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Would you like to feel my package? If you use the magic that's word. A, that's sure. a fact. Okay. All right, listen, it's a comedy show, so let's keep that in mind in case somebody <laughs> wants to write letters. Um, I don't see Trump getting out of his limo, by the way. I don't see him doing it. I think he, he stays. It's uh, t- At this he's, point. He's, just, a, he's uh, a doddering old uncle. He's I, a dumb old man. Yeah, just don't take it. Don't even take the bait at this point. That's like one of the most We're a comedy show. No, not you. I mean, just in general, like, don't even report that. It's, it's, no, that's it's right. a, you know what? So there was something worthless. else over the weekend, too, man. I felt the same way. Like, why are we why are we even pretending to report this? We yeah. we know it's bullshit. I forget yeah. what it was, uh, but I need to get this joke. And I believe any I believe all uh, 44 other presidents uh, would run it, including FDR. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a nice piece of business, right? Nice. I wanted to get that in. The UPS guy opening up the, the Amazon guy it. fucked everything up on me. Yeah. Eh, you recovered. There's a commercial, by the way, on a Buzzer the, for some uh, juice, some, uh, you know, uh, ultimate veg- vitamin juice or whatever it's called. Yeah. And it's, uh, hi, I'm Dana Lesh from The Dana Show. And every time it, that, and, and she's the spokesman for this juice. Huh. And every time it came on, I would go, uh, I'd go, hi, Dana, because the way she says it. Oh, you didn't know. I didn't know who it was until like wow. uh, 10 days ago. And I'm like, hey, fuck her. That's insane that she has yeah. other jobs. She, well, I mean, she hosts that. And then it dawned on me. It's like, and then I was going, where's the Dana show? Where is this? But now I know the Dana yeah. show is over on NRA TV. Uh, That's crazy. Hmm. <sighs> Thought maybe there'd be some follow up on that. Well, anyway, how are you feeling? That's the whole point is I saw that you were sick. At least you blamed being sick on your uh, well, I was... inability to change a name on a, fr- uh, a cell. <laughs> We do everything's film, right? Do I yeah, by film, old school. Yeah, I animation. do it by hand. I have to etch that in there. That's mm-hmm. why it takes so long. Yeah. Um, I, I it's basically my my brain's a little muddy. I'm not I'm not like deathly ill. I've been doing stuff. You're I was, on the rebound. I, yeah, because uh, you were really sick last week. I mean, it's all relative. I I, I was definitely a hundred percent sick, but functional right. this entire time. It's just a matter of I was trying to get everything out before the weekend, and my brain wasn't a wasn't fully there because of, uh, of the fog of illness. That, How about maybe this wasn't a weekend to go out carousing? I didn't really go Follow out carousing. Up. What's the word carousing mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong the in my guy head. from uh, CSI Miami, right? Yeah, oh, he's, he's the one they got fired, and then they brought him back Takes together. Takes glasses off, yeah, David carousing. Um, okay, guys. <laughs> that, that that was on the table, but, uh, you know, we, we saw we saw the Black Panther this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good movie. Enjoyed it, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. Mm. And uh, there, and and I also needed to um, to shoot some things for Parcastathon. Mm. I see, uh, which a lady friend assisted me with. That's nice of her. Yeah, it was very nice of her. How long was it? Eighteen months now. It will be two years oh. in July. Sounds so, like eighteen months. Can I do this math for you then? <laughs> That's exactly eighteen months. <laughs> you pedantic Actually, asshole. No, it's not. It's twenty months, but. What? No, it's not, ass fuck. <laughs> July, April, May, June, July. Is the seventh month of year. We're, we're in the basically March. Because this the end of this April, week is going to be March. June, July. Oh, yeah, we're at 20 months. He's right. What? Oh, we're Pat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so he's right. I am it's, being it's, I am being Dr. Semantic. It's 19. You could have said, yeah, about there. Right. That would have been fun. <laughs> would it? Yeah. <laughs> 
That's fun with the words. And why do we do words? Sounded like a, in my head, it sounded like a Jerry Lewis phrase. <laughs> and then my bad impression, Jerry Lewis, did not help matters out of my head or in my head. It was not good. I went, by the way, speaking of old timer comedians, I went down a red buttons wormhole uh, oh the other night. I was watching a Johnny Carson. Uh, it was Friday night. And um, uh, with Pat, by the way, Johnny wasn't having it. Johnny was not with Red. He was great with Red. Uh-huh. But Johnny was not. Uh, boy, he must have just been in a mood, man. He was not having it. He was not enjoying his monologue bombing. And by the way, his monologue should have been bombing. Yeah. The jokes were horrible. Uh-huh. They were they were like I laughed so loud at one uh, at the lack of joke. Mm-hmm. Like I could I laughed like I couldn't believe that made it to a card for him to say. What was it? I wish I could pull it. I don't. I, but it was a zero. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then when he went to the uh, when he went to the uh, to the desk, mm-hmm. this desk piece did okay. Then he brought Patrick Duffy out, and Patrick Duffy uh, was actually being charming and kind of in the moment. Was this eighties, early eighties? Yeah, whenever Dallas. Yeah, obviously Dallas was huge. Yeah, and um, I mean Patrick Duffy was the lead guest. Yeah, um, and Johnny uh, just uh, wasn't having it wow. was not and it was it was bumming me out too it's like dude this guy's being mm-hmm. in the moment he's actually that was a funny line that you should have laughed at mm-hmm. that was you know engaging and and anyway so then it was him and then it was uh this uh, uh from all that jazz whenever the year uh whatever year all that jazz came out the uh Fosse movie with uh, yeah. uh roy scheider um whatever year that came out that was when because a mm-hmm. young lady was on uh, uh promoting that and then uh and then red buttons came out and Red was uh, hysterical, mm-hmm. hysterical. And then uh, and was Johnny enjoying that? Loved jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Red was so happy with his with the laugh he got, he jumped up and down. Like, <laughs> uh, but it reminded me that Red was, uh, you know, at the Bud Friedman roast when I did the uh, Bud Friedman roast. And, oh wow! Uh, Red closed that up, and I got to hang out with that legend as well as uh, crazy. Jack Carter and Norm Crosby. And there was one more who I never could. Even remember. I don't. I don't think it might have been Jan Murray, but I don't think it was Jan. I mean, when you say red buttons, like I not can, red skeleton, right? Uh, I think I can picture him, but I also it amazes me that you overlapped with him. It amazes me that he overlapped with Patrick Duffy, even because I um, I picture him being a really old man. But I must have seen him in the eighties. Yeah, but he was an old man. He was an old man. And even when he did the Bud roast in two thousand three or four, I can't remember what year we did it. He was old. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what year he died. I, I assume he's just died since then. There's no way he's ninety. We have to be ninety eight years old right now. Uh, but I'm going to say so. He at the Bud Friedman roast, he was hysterical. Wow, hysterical. And then when I watched all these clips, yes, he had some repeats and stuff. But he is funny in the moment, and he's this old man that you just go, well, that guy. He's a, you just you go, ah, he's an old vaudevillian type guy. It's not my cup of tea. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, that guy could hang. Yeah. And like, if he came in now, he'd be hysterical. Let's get him. I mean, he's dead. Is he still alive, Karen? No. When did he die? When did he die? He died in 2006. Jesus, two years after I was with him. Boy, oh boy. They're not accusing me of this, are they? He was 87. Do you think you gave him something? <laughs> yeah. He did kiss me on the cheek. Oh, he did? Yeah. And then we had, because uh, he, uh, you, you are hysterical, young man, and gave me a kiss. <laughs> oh, my God. And then squished his face against mine, and somebody took a picture, and we couldn't look like a better uh, gay lover combo. <laughs> That is bold when you're that age to be, to kiss someone's cheek, knowing that any germ could take you out. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, he should have been minding his own. Nah, he knows I'm clean. Business. He well, knows I'm maybe. clean. 
Uh, anyway, it was great. So I did that. I spent a lot of time doing that on the on the World Wide Web. That sounds great. And it was uh, great. I was laughing and enjoying myself, and and then that brought me down to watching a bunch of the uh, some Norm Crosby's and some, you know, just any uh, Friars Club, uh, you know, the 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 roast of Connie Stevens, mm-hmm. and uh, funny, you know, stupid. I I like roasts like that where it's just fun. It's not just you're fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. you know, where they're good jokes. Like I said before, that Mike Schmidt roast of yeah, uh, my bachelor made funny. I mean, you know, great joke. That, that whole night was great. I, and I've said that for, you know, uh, since 2004 when that uh, bachelor party happened. But uh, check it out on the 40 year old boy YouTube channel. Yeah. I saw Johnny clip uh, yesterday. There was somebody tweeted. I don't know why they tweeted out. I guess people were talking about like someone's I maybe some idiot said that Carl Sagan wouldn't like the way star wars is going or something i don't know why the fuck that would even be a conversation but the movie star wars yeah yeah the new like they'd be like carl sagan wouldn't approve of the way star wars is handling whatever and it's like i I don't again i don't even know why that that's that was what i gleaned was the context of the tweet i saw which was like actually carl sagan on carson said of the original star wars why is everybody why why is everybody humanoid and white that doesn't make any sense like if there yes there's aliens and stuff but everybody in charge it's just old, mostly British white guys. Right. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't add up. And then he, I mean, someone would have to do a lot of research to figure this out. But I would put money on the fact that he is the first person to ever publicly say what has now become a very common refrain. He was also mad that Chewbacca didn't get a medal at the end. <laughs> oh, did he say that? Yeah. He was like, I, I was upset that the Wookiee didn't get it. I mean, he was in there in the fight with all of them, and he doesn't get a medal at the end. Everyone else gets a medal, and he doesn't get it. And that's just become like a thing that everyone says now, which is it's true. It's ridiculous. They even made a joke about it in the Lego Star Wars uh, thing where like R2 is bringing the metals over and he drops one and it breaks and then they just sweep it under <laughs> a carpet like that was supposed to be Chewbacca and they just funny. like sweep it away like sorry but yeah it's uh, I, I love that he got in there early with that take <laughs> such a because it's so bizarre that, that they don't award him anything like oh yeah you're fine you're just a dog basically <laughs> you don't get anything even dogs get medals yeah right like dogs some... that are in the in the military they, oh, they best of show or, you know they're, sure. they're, they prance around mm-hmm. right or like you say militarily mm-hmm. k9 the, the, k, the letter and the number the police dogs mm-hmm. not just the name good word k9 mm-hmm. god the guy who came up with k and nine must have been so proud of himself <laughs> i love it to this day that yeah. guy, and he should be he should get he should yeah. get a medal Less proud of the guy who wrote the screenplay for the movie K-9 with Tom Hanks. Wait, no, no that's, that's Tom Hanks. That's Jim Belushi. Uh, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch is Tom Hanks, yeah. Um, there's a new one coming out with Will Arnett, where it's, uh, he's a detective or something, and, the, and, the, and <laughs> the dogs are also detectives. Wow. And they talk. We saw the preview last night. We went to see Peter Rabbit. Did you see Peter Rabbit? No, but despite the horrible trailer, I've heard nothing but good things about it. You know what? Here's, here's my only complaint. Danielle and I both agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, Danielle brought it up, and I was glad she did because it was the same vibe I had. Uh, and it's exactly what Paddington does right. Mm-hmm. They don't. Paddington did not use any current music, mm-hmm. and you—it's just a joy. Yeah, yeah. Peter Rabbit insists on doing some contemporary music, and it doesn't need it. Right. It's a charming, nice movie. That was my beef with the trailer. The trailer t- was trying way too hard to seem hip and yeah. current. It's like what? That's not what Peter Rabbit is. I don't know what you think you're. No, there's some funny, for. you know, James Corden as the red. By the way, James Corden's great as mm-hmm. Peter Rabbit. He's yeah. he's really great, and but it's it's a charming, heartfelt 
nice kids movie. Okay. And uh, yes, like exactly what you've heard. The, I mean, the, we didn't want to go see it at, at Oliver's school the other night. His friend Jared said, uh, "I said, what's your favorite movie?" And he goes, "You know, I really like Peter Rabbit." And you know, I because as a kid, I didn't say, uh, "Have you seen any other movies <laughs> in your lifetime?" But your first. Um, and then so I said, to Oliver, I said, "Hey, you know, Jared liked that. Do, would you want to go see it?" He goes, "Yeah, let's go see it." And then we ended up going, and and yeah. uh, we all left going, "You know what?" We laughed a lot. We yeah. smiled a lot. It was a nice movie. Cool. So uh, if you got kids, go see it. I mean, if you're, you know, get your, Garen shouldn't go. I right. mean, Elliot and his lady friend shouldn't go. But, right. But they should see Paddington, too, I think. Uh, 100% I agree think every that. single person on, on the world should see that. Movie. I agree with that. That is something I will agree with. Uh, but Garen, Garen what did you see? You saw Game Night, huh? Yeah. yeah. You enjoy it without giving anything away? I did. Good. I look forward to seeing yeah. it. I was Annihilation, too. That's really good. Oh, yeah. You gave that four stars, according to uh, Letterboxd.com. Yeah, I gave them both four stars. Oh, wow. Huh. Movies yeah, are good, guys. Go go see, go see the movies. <laughs> I used to uh, use my pass and got yeah. to see. Uh, Do you have that Peter brief Rabbit? moment of panic when you use your pass and then you can only buy your ticket with it, and then you got to get the tickets for like Danielle has movie pass too, right? Yeah. And that brief moment of like, oh god, I hope you get this. I hope no one else swoops it and gets the seat. Oh well, this is at a venue where you don't get. The, oh, there's uh, no assigned. Okay. Right. Well then, doesn't matter. Though. Yeah, no swoops. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh but still, Black Panther still doing all the business. You, you just, yeah, it's great. Family upon family upon family upon family. Excited. Going to see Black Panther. Oh, there are a lot of folks in there for Peter Rabbit. I feel like Annihilation's really the one taking it in the in the teeth for that. Because, I mean, if you're going to go out and see like a sci-fi-ish, uh, some, you know, I think, is that more horror? It's not really horror. What is it? Like a thriller? Yeah, it's, it's sci-fi-ish, right? It's, it's, it's definitely sci-fi. Yeah. Science fiction? It's got, uh, there was a scene in there that genuinely unnerved me more than I've been unnerved in a theater in mm. a decade, probably. More than Pac-Man in American History X? <laughs> well, that was longer than a decade ago, so that, That's that true. might be the... Okay. More than Pac-Man in the movie with Adam Sandler with the video games? <laughs> Pixels. <laughs> Pixels. Pixels. Put your mouth on the curb. Bite the curb. That's what he says. Uh, Is that what he says? I think so. Pixels? <laughs> that also happens in Pixels? <laughs> yeah. That would actually have been Brutal. a good bit if they had done that to Pac-Man. Oh, no. It would not have been. <laughs> Even the little Pac-Man, I don't like it. Well, then he just turns into Pixels. Mario comes up behind him and jumps on yeah, exactly. his head. Oh. <laughs> that scene. I'm forever haunted. My life is haunted by it. It comes it, up way too much so for me. It is so brutal. Even shooting that must have been awful because he still had to put his mouth there at some point. Oh, and remember he's oh the fucking worst man. Yeah, yeah. Good acting though. Great acting. Yeah, yeah. Ed Norton's great in that movie. I mean the guy, the guy on nah, the. He's all right. <laughs> God, could you imagine? I can't. Can't do it. Can't imagine. Being the guy doing it or the guy getting it done to you. Like that actor, like knowing that that's horrible. the scene that. Yeah. What did they do? How did they do it? <laughs> And I, I would I'd imagine like to see Jimmy Fallon recreate that. I know he loves doing. Yeah, his no, he, he and Paul Rudd should get together and do <laughs> <Exactly>. that. <laughs> hey, what mustache is you and Rudd going to put on this week, Jimmy? You have to admit, though, Rudd with whatever prosthetic he had on his hair for that uh, King of Wishful Thinking, that Go like video, that the the hair piece alone was made it worth watching. It was such a random thing. Like I don't even understand why they did that because it's like the audience for the Tonight Show probably doesn't even remember that. I mean, I know they don't. Oh, it's, there, it's 30 years ago. There's no way they do. Yeah. So it's just that's I almost respect it that they did it because it's like so bizarre to do. I went back and watched the if you don't know what we're talking about, the, the Jimmy Fallon and Paul Rudd recreated the video for what is it called? King of Wishful Thinking. Yeah, by Go West. By Go West from the 
pretty, the pre, and they had pretty re- woman's they had done there. sticks too much time on your hands uh, mm-hmm. on my hands prior to that. Mm-hmm. So it's like the thing they do. Although I guess it, it, you know what? Now that I say that, it, it is kind of my generation watching that show, probably. So it is it is probably right up the alley of people. And it seems a little younger to me. The yeah. audience, his audience. I don't I don't know. I don't know if younger people watch late night television. They watch the clips, maybe. I think they're watching uh, your Jim Kim. Yeah. Or your Conan O'Brien. I don't think they're watching television. Steve, probably Colbert. Who? Your generation. Oh, yeah. You're talking about my generation? <laughs> talking about my generation. That's the who. I've seen them in concert. More than happy to admit it. Who? Are you? <laughs> who? 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 I really want to know. Who? Do you? What, what, what if the way he said that made me think that Elliot Hochberg is actually not his real name? <laughs> he's he's at a hole. He's been hiding out, and he's you, like, "Do you, you really want to know who you I am?" Choose that as your he pulls his mask off. Oh my God! It's Julian Assange. <laughs> well, we welcome Julian over to the, to the seat. We'll talk to him. Find out what's going on. Right? I'm sorry, sure. I have a lot of video to do over here. <laughs> is that how he talks? He's Australian, right? I'm not so sure he what he just did. Yeah, I don't either. Sound that was just a British. soft, soft, soft British-ish accent. Mm. Did we talk about you not talking for six minutes? <laughs> I think I did that. I don't know if you I th- did. I think you did. I think you. You think so? Yeah, I think you got there. I don't know. Yeah, we did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saving it for Parkazathon? What's going on? We have a nice conversation with my friends. That's what we do in here. Yeah, we have a nice conversation. What did you do over the weekend, Matt? You're so. Uh, <laughs> I'm so what? Judgmental of me uh, go see Peter Rabbit. I had a nice weekend. I, didn't, I wasn't judgmental. My son did his talent show on. Oh style. yeah, that's. Oh, how I wanted yeah. to ask you how that went Friday night. Uh, the Al Pacino and the Christopher Walken impressions. Well, the show's three hours long. Woo! With intermission. We uh, we rolled through intermission so that we could uh, just keep things moving. Okay. Were you uh, hosting it? Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that always falls right around Parkasthon and and. One more reason why we need to move. Oh, we're going to move. You know what? I thought I thought about it this morning. We're moving Parkastathon to May or something. Yeah, it's just maybe the summer. People can come out on vacation and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Although summer, you know, we'll, summer's weird because everyone's out. Like people in town, like guest people would maybe be at, not in town. We did it the day after Thanksgiving. That's, yeah, no, I know that's always going to be. It's never going to be a problem. But that's what I mean. The, well, the the only thing about this date, the, this year, I don't know if it was true last year, but this year. Every, almost everybody said yes. It was, it was crazy. That's true. That is but, true. But I think May is the sweet spot. It's before people are gone on summer vacations. No, we'll talk about it off the air and, and certainly at length. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show, the talent show. It was um, it was long. <laughs> well, what I, I just mean, how did his performance go? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was great. He. Um, uh, I mean, it goes without saying that a, a <laughs> an elementary school talent show is going to be long and not always great. It, but I just I was curious about how his because we heard about his impressions. Uh, his words, not mine, Dad. I think that's the best I've done uh, my walking, and I agree with him. Oh, great! And then the Pacino was great too. Now again, the kids don't know what he's doing, <laughs> but do they still laugh? They laugh because he's yeah. saying funny things, yeah. and then the parents loved it. Yeah, uh, and he got and listen. I will admit, as a as a father who is a comedian. Uh, I was very proud of, like he. I was like, oh again. my god, he's getting real laughs. That's awesome. These are real, yeah, laughs. These aren't. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a kid doing something. Laughs. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, I'm like oh, he's. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, and I made him a bet. Here's uh, <laughs> uh, this goes back to the pilot I did once with uh, Kevin Kedioka, uh where I hosted a news based 
uh, comedian game show. Mm-hmm. Game show strong. You know, it was an excuse to have fun with news clips. Yeah. And a great show that I still think uh, should be on. The, more than ever, with all of our news being such a downer, I think uh, this would be a very fun uh, show to be on the air. Mm-hmm. And I wish some executive would realize that. Anyhow, um, one of the things was about chocolate on that. And at the uh, the answer was chocolate. And I went and I went as the host. Chocolate. Oh right, I remember you telling me that. And uh, Joe Wagner, our friend Joe Wagner, laughed like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. So whenever I see Joe, I say chocolate. Mm-hmm. And we ran into Joe at the uh, at a function recently, and I dared Oliver to go up to him. I go, just go up to that guy and just say chocolate, <laughs> and he will laugh like crazy. And Oliver refuses to ever do any of that. Right, whenever of I ask him to do one of those, what kid does? By the way, if if, if you have a kid, the young child that does do it, I, well, I, I don't want. No, to No, you know what? You're bad, right. That guy's precocious and annoying. I don't, isn't he? I don't. Yeah, I think it's the right. The, the child is right for not doing it. Yeah, but I want. I want. I, and you still want them to do it, but but uh, like when I look at it from a distance, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the kind of kid that would do it is usually Annoying. not the kid. I agree. You want to be around. That said, you know, I, I, I know in my heart that if, if Oliver just went up to. Oh, it would be great. Joe went chocolate. Joe would go bananas. Yes. And so we then had a whole conversation about it. But what if he's okay. just confused? This is, that? this is why Oliver's right for not doing it. If if Joe's could just confused, but Joe's not going to be confused. Just, just, Joe knows who, who knows who Oliver is. Okay, he's Matt Oliver. Okay, yeah. so it's not just a random kid going chocolate. Correct, because there might be a moment of confusion, and that that would just crush. Oh, it would crush a kid. Then he would, he would feel like a fool. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He okay. Joe, uh, Joe knows. Okay. So I dared Oliver. It's I like said, Bo. I said, if you, <laughs> he's like Jackson. I said, if you close your set, set's a strong word. <laughs> if you close your, you know, your segment by. Uh, that's it for me. Chocolat! <laughs> I will give you $10. And he's like, I'm not doing it, Dad. I'm never doing it. I'm not doing it. So uh, he does this thing and he gets big laughs. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do it. And I was I was like, well, of course he didn't do it. A, he's not going to do it. Right. B, he shouldn't do it. C, he feels great about what just happened. Right. He doesn't have to do Don't his do dumb it. dad thing. Right. So, you know, I have, I interview the kids after all their sets, you know, uh, all their routines. You know, you know my question this year was what's your favorite movie which is why i asked that young man and um you know you gotta be nice to you you know it's it's a school function so i can't do what i want to do is you talk to them like adults yeah and like do that peter rabbit joke which would have killed right but but the kid feels bad it's just a dick thing to say say. so you get it's a weird right you can't really be jimmy pardo right you say yeah that was great when it might not have you know what i mean it's like so uh, so I interview Oliver and then he goes off and blah, 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 blah. So then, uh, we're at home afterwards and he goes, uh, oh, then I'm hosting, uh, I'm doing the thing. And during one of uh, the things, Oliver just yells out from the audience, chocolate. <laughs> I went, that's right, Oliver, chocolate, <laughs> which nobody laughed, nor should they. <laughs> right. And Oliver later was like, dad, it was so amazing that you just yelled out chocolate. I'm like, cause it doesn't matter, son. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. And if you laugh, great. Or if Raj, the guy backstage laughs, great. Like I kept yelling to Raj, the stage hand. Oh, who's a great guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, give him a wave, Rush. You know how I do that whenever the live <laughs> yeah. show. Give him another wave. Come on, Rush, give him a wave. And Raj, Raj just come out and give him a wave. And... Is he a kid or a grown up? No, he's a grown man. Okay. He's another father helping yeah, out. Gotcha. And uh, but he's in a band, so he's hip and he's mm-hmm. great and uh, and the, one of the nicest guys in the world. Mm-hmm. And so I would, uh, or if somebody else's mother parent would walk by, I go, oh, there's uh, there's Drew. Give him a wave, Drew. <laughs> and Oliver's like, why do you do that? Because it's stupid. It's stupid fun, and why not? So. We're at home. So at home, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, uh, by the way, you owe me $10. And I said, I do not owe you $10. I, I said, that doesn't count, you yelling from the audience. He goes, no, I did it 
at the end of my routine. I go, you did not, son. And I said, wait a minute. Mom videotaped it. Let's watch. I'll be damned. He did it? He did it. And you missed it? I missed it because oh, I must no. have been in the uh, busy uh, right. walking out or whatever. Uh, but he did. He goes, uh, he goes, that's it. He goes, you know, very, you know, that's a th- Thank you. Chocolat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. I love that that could be his catchphrase. It doesn't matter that it doesn't mean anything. Right. Or like people don't know what it means because often catchphrases don't have any real meaning. It's just you, you, you expect it. You know that that's what they say. You expect it. And then when it happens, you're excited about right. it. You're like, he did it. He said chocolate. Like I used to, I used to love when Kilborn would close the show with proud of you. Yeah. You know, it's like, or I'm paraphrasing whatever right. he would have said, but I love that he had just this dumb little tag that yeah. made no sense. Right. And uh, so that could be Oliver's. Hey, you guys have been terrific. Shogala! <laughs> Fuck it. I'm doing it. Maybe. It's not bad. It's my thing. Yeah. I'm taking it back. Do. I'm taking my time back. Reclaiming my time. Damn it. I get it wrong every time. I've not once ever quoted that thing correctly. <laughs> taking my time back. <laughs> Time's back. At any rate, we had a nice time. Nice uh, uh, talent show nice afternoon and uh, and so matt you and the kids did what over the weekend uh oh my um my stepsister uh and her kids were in town for a couple days they had she had worked in san diego so they drove up and got to spend some time with them which was really fun and what do you do you get lunch yeah we didn't really you know we were we were trying to come up with something fun to do uh and then it just we realized the kids just want to hang out and play. Just run around. So we, yeah, we just like we walked to the candy store. We walked, we walked to Rocket Fizz and mm-hmm. uh, went. We played soccer in the park and it was, a, it was fun. We just hung out. Yeah, it was great. L- relaxing weekend. Trying to store up my uh, energy for podcast. Well, we got podcast on twelve hours, right? Noon to midnight. We got to more than that for us. We got to get there early. We got to set up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're not a uh, we're not a big organization. We are uh, five idiots, yeah. and uh, who do it all. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, handful of volunteers come in and help too. But we do have a nice uh, some nice volunteers. But uh, at the end of the day, when I say five, it's really just uh, the three of us. A guy named Rick Tackenberg, and uh, you know the band sets up. I mean, that, yeah. that's really it. And uh, you know, uh, got Scott Bogle helping with audio. Right. We'll thank all those people. Of course, you'll hear their names. But. but I mean. I'm talking from start to finish, yes. like, hey, hey, here's the date. Now we start booking. We start planning. Yeah. It, we don't have a producer, an outside right, company right. that does this. True. It's the three of us doing yeah. everything. Boy, it's the three of us that. for, what's that? It'd be great if we had Wouldn't that. would be great? Yeah, well, that's always been a thing. It's like, that. that's every year yeah. where, which is why we moved it. Uh, one of the reasons we moved away from Thanksgiving, it's like, well, we can't enjoy Thanksgiving because, again, it's just every year, it's the three of us working our asses off. Yeah. And oh, now today I have to be with, uh, with family at Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, we're you're texting just, each other. Yeah, you're thinking about yeah. the. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it, boy, that would be nice, just to hire it out and have yeah. them do all of it. Yeah. What would that cost us? Speaking of Parkastathon, here's the band leader himself, Wayne Federman. Yep. He just came in looking good, wearing his pant lower than I've ever seen him wear his pant. Pull him up. Oh, he's cool. Pull him up. Looks weird. I feel like I'm right on time to the minute. You are. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, right on time does, to the minute. Did you like, did you walk around in the hallway yep, to yep. to do that? Mm-hmm. 
Look at that. Letterman sweater on. Why not? Get comfortable. I don't think so. It's too oh. Not today? Is, you teased us. Work all right for camera? I, I think it's going to look great on yeah, camera. Yeah, right. Is, is it too much? All right. All right. No, no, it's fine. I think you're lucky. That's the great Wayne Federman. He's going to be on keyboards. Uh, I think it's pronounced Fedora Man. Oh, it's Fedora Man? Yeah, his family uh, comes from Fedoras. Oh, terrific. You, yeah. is that, I've never seen Wayne in a hat, so that could be the reason. He, they, he's anti-hat because of the last name. And when you grow up with it, it's just... Uh, that makes sense, man. You don't want to... Yeah. What'd you forget, Wayne? Well, I left something in the car. Do you want to go get it? Well, maybe. You can go ahead. <laughs> go and get it. What'd you forget? Well, hold on. I hope he pulls I hope he flips us off. Oh, no, here it is. No, 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 Go back and get it? No, get it in that chair. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was over here. No, you're not over there yet. Yeah, well, we t- we'll take a break. I'll bring you over. Okay, okay. Do you need to go to your car? I think so. I, I, well, let's, let's talk about it. This is the thing I... Uh, we can't see. Here's the problem. We can't give you that microphone because he's under the weather, so we don't want to get you sick. Talk about it when, we, when you come over here. We can take a break. Let's take, let's take a just break. Just come over. Why don't you just come over here? We'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, what's going on? What? Uh, uh, well, I... It's that's weird because I literally. All right, I don't know where that is. Um, well, one of the things I might want to, because I feel I've been on this show. This might be my fifth time. I don't know if that number is accurate, but we welcome you. <laughs> I've lost count. Garen's going to look it up. Are we counting parkastathons? No, no. I'm kind of. This is a whole different thing. You're talking I, in studio. In, yeah. in the the studio, I like to say. Um, that I, uh, so I feel like you know everything about me. The fast food, the thing, Florida, <laughs> all of it, right? We've gone over it enough. So it's like, what am I going to talk about? But I have this new job that I, I have this new job that I'm doing. to move that for you? <laughs> I, I thought this was. It does pull out. Uh, it is early. This is early for me. Um, where I'm teaching comedy. Okay. Oh, wow. And I was going to bring in. My midterm. I just gave them a midterm. And you're going to bring it in and quiz us? Yeah. Love it. Oh, oh my I love God. It. Okay. Well, then you got it. Then, then there's nothing that. to talk about. Okay. You have to go to the car <laughs> yeah. and get it. Yeah. <laughs> when do I go? When do I go? Well, that's up to you. Okay. I, okay. I go now. Okay. I'm going to. And then we'll take a break while you're gone. Yeah. And then when you come back, we're going to, uh, we got Wayne Federman. Now, Wayne, before you run out, am, am I saying that right? <laughs> Why is he ignoring me? <laughs> I think he truly didn't hear you or, or just had decided he I, was gone. I'm 100% with you. I don't think he heard me. Yeah. Well, he. I think he had locked into his target of going to the car and everything else fell to the wayside at that point. I think he might have a hearing problem. I don't know if it's a hearing problem as much as it's just he focuses yeah, very he, intently he, he on the task at hand. He's a, he's a focused gentleman, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, Wayne Fetterman is here. He's a friend of the show and he is a... Uh, the band leader for uh, part Castathon that includes Tony Thaxon on drum, Mike Henry on guitar, Ken Robinson on saxophone. The most instruments we've ever had. That's right. Still no bass. Still no bass. <laughs> Mama played bass. Dad played fiddle. We're never going to have a bass. <laughs> I'd love to add bass. It's all about it. It's all about it. <laughs> Why would we exclude bass? What's up, Garen? I mean, I can Nope. S- Come on. Do it. Come on. Do it. I Come on. I don't even know what do I was going to say. Do it. <laughs> do we have an, uh, like an ace base, like an ace of base? That's why I didn't turn that mic on, guys. I thought about it, decided against it, and you pushed me off the cliff, and who regrets it? I think the world. Yeah. <laughs> More than should, anything. Should I, should I just go? I, I'm going to apologize to Elliot. <laughs> I apologize. I accept your apology, sir. All Thank right. You. Sounds like he saw the sign. <laughs> nope. Don't try to save that. <laughs> Don't try to save it. He screwed up big. He screwed up the worst I've ever seen him screw up. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Wayne Fetterman's here. He's going out to the car. He forgot the midterm. 
Uh, are we going to do this written style? So we, I don't know how we're going to do it. We all hear it. We write down our answers. So I'd like to do it that yeah, way. I think we should do it that way. That seems fun. It does seem fun. Maybe not for audio, but for us, it's fun. <laughs> it just passes out the test to all of us, and we just and sit we here. just silently <laughs> sit here taking it. and you just hear the click of Elliot's keyboard <laughs> moving stuff from from one shot one to another. shot to the next. And, and sure enough, Matt is also filling out his test. <laughs> and there's Garen. He's cleared space to fill out the test. It's like a supermarket sweep. You ever watch that supermarket yeah. sweep where they? They obviously they they add in the play by play in post mm-hmm. for when they're doing the actual oh, sweep, right. and now he's going to get the uh, he's going to get the uh, uh, the lamb chops. Uh, he's gonna I don't know why, he's, why it's Mad Dog, but you can always tell when play by play is added later. It's it horrible. That's your it's only play by play guy. You got to come up with a new play by play guy. I don't have to do anything but tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I saw that you. show live. Wait, what? You went to a supermarket sweep taping? Yeah, Holy I was shit. when I first moved out here. I was doing extra work, and that was audience work that I did. That's amazing. All right, Wayne, sit there for now. Yeah. I fell asleep watching it. And I <laughs> loved that show growing up. Oh I'd watch it all the time. I loved it. And it was so early and it was way out in like, is there studios in Ventura or somewhere out there in the boonies? Well, sure. There are studios all over this great land. Uh, it was, <laughs> I, I couldn't make it. Wow. I also fell asleep watching the Dr. Laura show. <laughs> and you're on camera. And the Dr. Laura show. So there's no way there's not footage of me nodding off on that show and you'd make eight bucks an hour doing that right something crazy wait did you ever do warm-up for a show like that like a uh dr laura or a uh dr will uh, miller no but the no dr will miller is amazing yeah i know a lot of things yeah okay all right so um, get no. that test ready i know is dr will on there no damn it no i just want you to know you're not on this test Okay. Is it comedy history test or is it theory? Comedy history. Oh, it's history. You think we would be on there as pioneers? No question. I've written about you. I know. I know you have. When do I make the move over there? We're going to take a break right now. And then uh, I'm going to get a little nibble to eat. Oh. I'm going to go to a restaurant, have a sandwich, and I'm going to come back. I know. That seems really bad huh. timing. I don't think so it's... just a... rush back in from yeah. the car. Yeah, like but I'm going to go. I'm going to run. I got to get... Uh, I Fair just enough. ordered it. Fair enough. Fair oh, you, uh, you gave them your order? I gave my order. I said, okay. I'll be there uh, right around noon. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. so I'll go there, and I, they said, for here to go, I, go, I, I said, I'll probably just eat it here. Right. So I'm going to eat it there, because it's ready. So you have a reservation. You can't blow it off. Right. You can't blow it off. That's disrespectful. Yeah. It's rude. <laughs> uh, the, I rush back in to the... Right? Yeah, with... Yeah, but I gotta get that sandwich. <laughs> but and you're here, you're yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, it's a sandwich. That'll be quick. Yeah, right. I mean, you got because I am super hungry myself. What are you gonna get? You want me to bring something back for you? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll just sit here hungry while you eat. <laughs> all right, that makes more sense. Uh, all right, we'll be back. Now, a lot of our listeners, Matt Belknap, they might not like shopping, but they still want to look good. That describes me, actually. You don't like shopping. I don't dislike shopping, but uh, I don't really uh, ever end up uh, with the stuff I want. I I feel like you go to one store, oh, that one doesn't fit. You go to another store, I don't like how these look. And then uh, next thing you know, you're in a jail cell. (laughs) I don't don't know what you've done. (laughs) Uh, Have you stolen something? It's a long story. Have you you destroyed a dressing room? Throw a trash can through the window, you know. Yeah, you know what? That's the best way to do it. Uh, Do the right thing, right? That's right. (laughs) Uh, listen, you and I both had great experience with Bombfell. That's B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L. Mm-hmm. It's an easier way for men to get better clothes. Mm-hmm. Simply sign up, Matt, and tell your stylist what you'd like in your order. Then your stylist will handpick pieces for you and email you the selections. Right? You get photographs. That's great. And you go, oh, I like that. Hey, that looks good. Yeah. Or you go, uh, yeah, you know what? That's not, I, I, I don't argue that that's a beautiful looking right. shirt. 
it's just I would never wear that. And you give them your measurements so they know what yeah. sizes that you need and all that stuff. It's great. So you have 48 hours to make changes. You can even cancel altogether. Once you receive the clothes, because maybe you, you do see a top. You go, you know what? It's not me, but I'm going to try it. Yep. And then uh, it comes, you go, you've got seven days to decide. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you return what you don't want to keep. Shipping is free both ways. Or maybe you keep it. You go, you know what? This is a little out of character for me, but I'm going to give it a try. They, they put outfits together that uh, you might not uh, think to put together. And then uh, you trust them. They, they know what they're doing. And then you look great. That's the, all That's all you need right there. The Somebody name of the company great. is Bombfell. I didn't mean to step on you there, Matt. Biggie, biggie, Bombfell. But I will tell you this. I've just discovered uh, via Google, Bombfell is not related to Normanfell. That is shocking. I Googled it. Wow. So I know it's for it to be I a thought fact. It, I thought it was his son started no, the company. No, no, no. Oh. Boy, you got a, you got a, you got problems. You name your kid Bomb. <laughs> no, that could be a nickname. Like a nickname. J- Jimmy the Bomb Fell. Yeah. You don't hang out with Jimmy the Bomb <laughs> Fell. And if, not if he's uh, setting car bombs. I no, mean, no, no. Okay. No, he's a bomb. This guy explodes everywhere he shows up. He explodes the party. He makes the party a great time. That guy's the bomb. <laughs> Okay, as long as he's not like uh, setting off real bombs or bombing on stage. No, this guy's good. Be... Funny. This guy's funny. He's not a comedian. He's not professional. Right, because if you were a comedian, that would be a bad nickname. Be, you'd be. You'd have to be the dumbest Jimmy, guy in the world. If you were a comedian, yeah, I am. You, Jimmy. Keep oh, you mind. are. You are. I am. Okay, Jimmy the bomb Pardo. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, it's a misdirect. This no. guy's gonna bomb. Wait a minute, he's funny. Wait a minute, this guy's good. But although you're convincing them in advance, you're not. And then they. Mm. Uh, all right, now let me tell you more about Bombfell, yes, the actual Bombfell. Okay. In each shipment, the more you keep, the more you save. Okay. Oh. If you keep four or more items, twenty mm-hmm. percent off. Like that. That's smart. If you keep three items, fifteen percent off. Mm-hmm. Two items, ten percent off. Keep more, get more. That's a great idea. And I like it's rewarding you for having for being bold. Basically, they're going to send you the right sizes. Don't don't worry about the sizes, but they are they know what looks good better than you do. Well, these are stylists. Me. These are stylists, <laughs> which is why a lot of the clothes that I wear when I'm not just on a T-shirt. Yeah, I got from television because they know how to dress people dress like a tv personality that's what you're gonna do with bombfell well bombfell the whole process is completely flexible receive clothes when you want pause cancel anytime matt and i as i mentioned we both had great experience with it i got a, a great sport coat a a polo that i love yep. a polo by is a perfect example that if it were on a shelf or on a rack somewhere i would go oh, i can't buy that that won't look good on me because it doesn't have a button it's just got a V-neck polo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would go, that's not my bag. But then I tried it on. It's like, you know what? This looks good. They nailed it. They know what's best. Bombfell knows how to do it. <laughs> For our listeners of uh, Never Not Funny, we have uh, negotiated. Matt and I sat down. <laughs> Listen, we took a flight. We had to take a connection through Dallas. But we got to the headquarters and we said, we need to talk to you guys about a deal we're going to negotiate a special <laughs> offer yeah and we stayed in that room all day long they played hardball into the night oh did bomb fell play hardball coffee coming in and out no thank you i don't need to be ripped up for this is that a phrase yeah it's R- not ripped up on caffeine no i gotta stay cool for my fans well here's how you could uh take advantage of this uh, deal that matt and i personally negotiated <laughs> for you go to bombfell.com slash pardo that is b-o-m-b-f-e-l-l.com slash pardo and you're going to get 25 bucks off your first purchase. Great. That is bombfell.com slash Pardo. You get $25 off. Bombfell, open and close. Bombfell. A better way to dress. Now, Matt Belknap, as you look at me, you see a gentleman with a smooth face. Do you not? I do. Look at that. I almost, I'm going to tell you something. I almost didn't shave today. Oh, my God. I was running late, and yeah. then I looked in the mirror, and I said, 
that face needs to be shaved. This has got to happen. I immediately took out. Well, first of all, I put the hot water on, okay. scalding hot. Mm-hmm. Put well, the hot not water. right away, right? It had, took a minute to, to warm up. It does take a little while. And we had a we had a we had a uh, water softener at the house too, so it takes a little okay. longer to warm up. But you have the the tankless heater, so that's a little bit better, right? I don't. No. You know what? Because of where the water softener is, it's got to take oh, a boy. very superfluous. I can't say the word. Superfluous. Sup, say it. Uh, superfluous. Circuitous. Superf. Circuitous. Circuitous. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Root. Yep. <laughs> to get to the faucet. Hot water heater here, mm-hmm. faucet here, mm-hmm. but the point is you shaved. <laughs> so it goes all the way around. So the point you asked if it takes uh, the hot water. I thought you would uh, have a little bit of quicker hot water with the the tankless, but I, I I can bore you. We're not here to. Let talk me tell you something. It. The answer is I would have if I would have spent two hundred dollars more. But at the moment, I felt like that seems like a lot of BS. I could I could wait. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, I should have paid the two hundred dollars. Yes, every, every, every time, every day, every time. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, but, anyway, but you get your Harry's razor. I out. pulled out the Harry's. Uh, Once that hot water ordeal is over, <laughs> <laughs> I put the hot water on my face, and then I have my uh, my shaving cream, my Harry's shaving cream, which yeah. I adore. I put that on. Yes. And then I shave it off. You know, I only use gel, but the Harry's gel is also fantastic. Um, Shave gel. And then when I was done, well, then I took a shower where I also then, even though my face was very clean. You shaved again? (laughs) I used the daily wash, Mm -hmm. the Harry's daily wash on my face. I know we've talked about this before, but you shave before you shower. That's Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I think the shower softens up the yep. face. And You're then, not wrong. Then you shave. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it. But I also like then washing it with the uh, with that gritty daily wash that they have. It feels See, like- I do that first, too, because then that gets all the dead skin out. Dick, dick, dick. And the dead skin's not. And so I respond to you and your dumb ideas. <laughs> your idea's fine. Uh, I'm not condescending to you. I'm letting the listener know that I'm sure. not condescending to you. Um, I'm sure they believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal with Harry's. We have talked about them at length. They're great. Great shave. Fair price. Oh, then, hang on. I didn't finish. They bought the factory. Then I'm done. Aftershave. Right. Harry's. The best part for me. I mean, oh. world-class post-shave conditioning lotion. What three words do I use when I put mine on? Oh, uh, I forget. You've told me before. Drink it up. Drink it up. <laughs> Drink it up. The face drinks up the moisturizer. Harry's has stripped out the unnecessary features, unnecessary cost to deliver customers one perfect razor at one amazing price. In fact, with Harry's, you're going to get quality blades for just two bucks each compared to the four bucks you're going to pay at the drugstore. All the products are backed by a 100% quality guarantee. They guarantee all that won't. No wonder over three million guys have switched to Harry's. Harry's is so confident you're going to love their blades. They're going to give you a trial shave set for free. When you sign up at harrys.com slash pardo, that is harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com slash pardo. All you got to do, Matt, is pay for the shipping. Mm -hmm. That seems fair. Yep. Claim your free trial offer from Harry's today, a $13 value for free. Just cover the shipping. Here's what you get. Okay. A weighted ergonomic razor handle. Mm -hmm. Five precision engineer blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of R's and L's for Jimmy. Rich lathering shave gel. Yes, my favorite. A travel blade cover. Now, I've spoken about the cover in the past. Worth the money alone. Yep. To get your free trial set, go to harrys.com slash pardo right now. That is harrys.com slash pardo. Harry's. A better way to shave. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Now, that's a rare break where I did not go to the restroom. That's going to come back to bite me in the ass, I think. Or at least hurt my bladder in some way. 
You know, that's interesting. Oh, boy. Now, one time on the show, we uh, had a we took a commercial break, and I looked over, and Joanne Worley was taking a whiz on my face. <laughs> You looked, you looked over? over? Yeah. So if you hadn't looked over, it wouldn't have happened? It wouldn't have hit me. Luckily, she had all that Kleenex with her. <laughs> That's a good joke, because she used to uh, do a Kleenex. No question. no question. Uh, I couldn't pull a Joanne Worley uh, <laughs> reference for my Ed McMahon response. Uh, what was she on? Ne- New- laughing. Okay. She was, Pyramid. She wasn't on Newhart, was she? No, I don't know if she, I, I, I don't know if she really did anything. Hmm. No, she had a very she fuzzy. She, wasn't she like on Mary Hartman or something? No, she had a lot. She had a very big thing in the '60s. She was huge, and then did laughing, and then just got branded as that. Is that right? But she did a number of. I remember looking back at her career. Would she be like a Love American style? Would we have all seen of that it? stuff? Yeah, she did that, and yeah, I mean, Probably a but love he, boat. But even before all of that, she had like a. She was like the like the comedy voice for like hmm. a couple of years. Like on Broadway, I think really? she did one of those new faces thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, so she lives right in the area here, if I'm not mistaken. She lives mm-hmm. uh, in the Sherman Oaks, maybe. Can I do one of her lines? Yes. My favorite. She goes, "I, I graduated college magna cum laude." <laughs> <laughs> if you know the voice, it's, it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should look into getting her on the program. Oh. She lives right in the area here. No question. Have Joanne come over, whatever, uh, with her uh, kerchief on her head. I would love to know what I know her from because I definitely know her name. I think she must have laughing, laughing. But laughing. I'm I'm not old enough to have watched. Yeah, that. but you've seen clips like you or I must have known Pyramid. Her, I must have known her from Pyramid. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, uh, Match Game also. She was Match on, Game. She was wonderful on the Match Game. Yes. I see her at, or I did see her at, um, like the Pantages. Every time I went, she was always there. She loves the theater in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you recognized her. Yeah. What did you recognize her from? Laughing. Oh, okay. You know her from laughing. Maybe. He's saying he doesn't. Does she have a relative, a daughter, sister? Yeah, Lisa Worley. <laughs> no? No. All right. I don't think so. I think she lives right in the area, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what we were going to talk about and we didn't? Uh, before the show, we were talking about the... The top five hits of uh, this week in 1989. That's right. And you uh, you were listening to that on the drive-in. I, yeah, I think I only heard the top four, actually. But. Love it. All yeah. right. And number four was that, bon, like, I called it Bon yeah, Jovi. you said Bon Jovi, and I said, yes, that's exactly right. But but which song? There were so many hits from that album. You remember the album? Yeah. What's the album called? What the album is called? What? It's the blue. Is it with the blue cover? Yep. Yep. Um, oh, was that Slippery One What? No. Nope. It's the one after that. New Jersey? Yeah. New Jersey. Bam. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong. I yeah. thought it was the, the Young Guns 2 soundtrack. Oh, we talking oh, about. no, that's a, that's solo. Yeah, that's, that's John, oh, that's John oh, you're right. Jovi. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Richie is not on that song at all. I don't believe Richie <laughs> plays on it. Okay. They had, um, a fall, they had a huge falling out. Oh. Yeah. We, we'll see if they get back together for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I bet, I bet they this is the first time I've heard like a lead singer and the guitar player not getting along. This is the first time. I know. <laughs> yeah. So that's very rare. Very rare. Yeah. <laughs> Does not happen in rock and roll. No. I hope it works out. What? Uh, all right. So number three was. Uh, what's the Bon Jovi song? Can I guess? Yeah. May I guess? Or mm-hmm. may I guess? It was not. The, I'll say. I'll, and it's not living on a prayer. No. That okay. was. That's from. Slippery it's one or dead or alive. Nope. That's also from. It's the wrong. It's the wrong album. Yep. I'm not even you're on the right you're album. You're on the wrong okay. album. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a better. Oh no. That's that's these days. That that might be the following album. Yeah. What is it? It's it's not the first hit from New Jersey, and I don't think it's the second. I think hit it's from the New third Jersey. hit. It's like the third or fourth hit from New Jersey. Bad Medicine. Man. Nope, that was the first, I think. Or maybe that was the first track. I don't raise your hand? No. Nope. It's got four four words. I'll be there for you? Five words. Close. It's, it's a lot like that What song. is it? Oh, it's that one that was my gra- my high school thing, I think. Never say goodbye. Nope. God What is it? it? 
Born to be my baby. Yeah. Born, Born to, to be, be my, my baby. And baby, I was made to be your man. I don't Bring think I've ever heard that song. Oh, you've heard it. Oh, you know it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of Bon Jovi. Na, 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 na. You don't know that? No. What the hell? Close the door because it's cold outside. We don't need nothing when I'm by your side. Because we got something that'll never die. Your dreams, your life. My humpy's like a drum. All night, my friends to one. But it's all right. And I'll never let go because there's something I know deep inside. You were born to be my baby. And baby, I was born to be your man. We got something to believe in Even if we don't know where we stand Only God would know the reason But I bet he must have had a plan Cause you were born, born to, to be my baby And baby I was made to be your man no? Alright, so that's number four <clears throat> Number four Number three, give us the artist yeah, uh, this is good. I'm this. Is, this. This, is cr- this might give it away, but I didn't remember this song by title. When I saw the title, I was like, I don't know this song. Do you want to give us the title, then we'll guess the artist? Which one do you recommend I've already, for the song? I've already forgotten the title, but I will oh. give you the title. Uh, the, the, the artist might give it away because I think it was like one of her biggest hits. Oh, Yoko? Is it Yoko? <laughs> it's not Yoko. 1989 we're still doing? Is that the uh, yeah. February 25th, 1989. This was the number three song. It could have been my Tiffany? Nope. Did it hold on by Wilson Phillips? Can I just say nope. February 25th, 1977, yeah. while he's looking this up, is a big day in the history. You know, I wrote a book on Pete Maravich. Yeah. That's when he scored 68 points against the New York Knicks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How many? 68 that's without a three-point line. Amazing. That's and fouled out. <laughs> what? what? When, did he, out. when did he yeah. foul out? He has the most points of anyone in the NBA while also fouling out in a game. That's 34 baskets. <laughs> he did do some free throws as you, well. Do you think so? Yeah, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. Okay, I got I, it. I just while I was, I was just filler. I know what you're doing. You ready for the title? Yes. You're giving us the title of the song. When I when I heard the song, I was like, oh, I know. I didn't know the title. I didn't know that was what she was saying. <laughs> all right, all right. If we know it, you buzz in. You buzz in using your name. Yeah. Okay. All right. Everybody plays. Okay. There's no way Garrett. If Garrett knows this, I'll be shocked. If he didn't know that Bon Jovi song, there's no way he knows this song. Nine years old. The lover in me. Oh, and Jody Watley. Oh, so close. Uh, Charday. No, no. The lover in me. Neither one of us said our name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I go by Jody Watley now. Oh, I said my name. What's your guess? <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Wait, the lover Jodeci? in me. <laughs> what? Jodeci? No. Well, he got excited because he. It's a, it's a female artist. I gave that much away. Yeah. Uh, Jody Watley. I'm gonna go by Jody Watley now. <laughs> okay, Jody. What's your uh, guess? Uh, the Pretenders. No. The Lover in Me. That, that's, I said he was close because it's. Oh, okay. okay. Jody Watley. That's. Right, uh, I have, I have a, in the ballpark. Yes. Okay. Say your is name, Garen. Oh, yeah. Garen's in. Is it Lisa Stansfield? <laughs> no. no. I think that's a little. Maybe a slightly early Jody Watley. But yeah, it could so have Jody Watley ish. All right, give us the initials. Yeah. Taylor Dane. S E. 
Oh, Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Somebody didn't buzz in because I was. Oh, I, was buzz, I was already buzzing. Jimmy. and I had locked you out. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it. <laughs> buzzer locked you. That's how that it makes works. sense. Yeah, it was your fair. It was your rule, and you broke it. I twice. broke it three times. I broke it three times. I'm horrible. All right, give us number two. <laughs> talk about the lover. What's that song mean? I don't. Even... Let's let's talk about the lover in me. Let's talk about the lover in me. You're, yeah, you're as gonna, opposed you're to gonna the fighter or the yeah, person who's sarcastic. Weird. You're gonna bring it out of me. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay. Now we're fucking. <laughs> what? Hey, Jesus Christ, Karen. <laughs> so no crude. Come on, man. He doesn't have headphones on. He didn't hear me. Now, I heard the, you. I the heard The number it. two song. <laughs> the number two song. They, uh, whoever it is, Nina Blackwood gave a, a piece of trivia about this song before they played it that I yeah. never knew before. Okay, this okay, is. Can you the trivia through? Yeah, I'll give you the trivia and see if you guys can get it. Uh, this artist was uh, sued in civil court. For a an un, an unlicensed sample that he used in this song, sued by Van Halen. Oh, nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Number two song on the pop charts. Number two, huh? Yep. With a with a Van Halen sample that I never knew was a Van Halen sample. Oh man, I'm not going to be able to pull this. Uh, no. uh, oh, Wayne Jody Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jody. Um, is it David Lee Roth? <laughs> no. no is not. it Yankee Rose by David Lee Roth? That would be great. If that was that. You're guessing that there's a song called David Lee Roth? <laughs> no, 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 I was guessing that the artist. Oh, you're trying oh, to get it. The, yeah, the artist. You're What's nibbling your way up to it. All right, the fact me. that there's a sample in it tells you yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a rap Okay, song. can you know the song that it's sampled from? I've absolutely knew the bam, song. Bam, 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 bam. That is that the. Uh, <clears> is <throat> it, can I guess the sample? You can guess. The I'm going to guess this, but I don't know what song it samples. So you can guess it, but I won't be able to tell you if you're right or wrong. Uh, oh, is that. it hot for teacher? I don't know. I think it's <laughs> I think it's Jamie's crying. It's just a guitar. It is a guitar. Oh, yeah. Why can't I think of that? Is it? Is that Young MC? Is it? Oh, you're in. Is in, it Bust a Move? You're insanely close, but no, it's not. Follow yet. up. Is it Bust a Move? It's, no. it's the. It's. The, his Funky Cole Medina. His nickname was Crazy Tony, but it later changed to the now famous. Uh, Tone Loke. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. that's what I was trying to think of. The name no, of that's my name. Oh, Tone. Go ahead. Tone. <laughs> Tone. Go ahead. Chris. I don't. I don't have a. I'm sorry. I oh, panicked. I sorry. panicked. <laughs> Crazy Tony. What's your... Is it Funky Cold Medina? No, it's not Funky Cold okay. Medina. It's... Oh, it's the other one then. The other, it's got to be the other one. Let's do it. That's not what it's called. Mm, baby's um, got back. No, wait, that's remix a lot. It's where he says that, though, right? The wrong thing. Let's do it. He does, the song do does start it. with him <laughs> admonishing us to do it. <laughs> ah, I, I know it, but go. What is it? And this this is the song that inspired uh, the the dialogue, uh, the famous dialogue in Terminator Two. What do you say to someone when you want to blow them off? Hasta la vista, baby. And I always thought that was the first time in my life I was like, oh, the guy who wrote this isn't cool because he heard that pop song and thought that's what like street kids mm. say. But it's like just a random like That wasn't cool. It was just in this one song. But let's put that's yeah, James one. Cameron, you big dork. <laughs> yeah, he's such a dork. <laughs> like he should have done more. He should have listened to N.W.A. or something. Like, why was he? But it is Jamie's oh. crying. I got the. Is it? Because it's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing if you got that. Is it, is it Wild Thing? It's Wild yeah, Thing. it's Wild, wild Thing. Yeah. There oh, we go. Of course. Of course. Yeah, By the way, I don't know if it's Jamie's crime, but I'm guessing it is. Look that up, Gary. Wild Thing. All right, number one. Number one in 1989. Number this week. one, the artist has already been mentioned. Oh, Jody Watley. <laughs> no. no that's you're, guessing, you're guessing. You're guessing. Go ahead, Jody. What's your guess? I get confused which one of you is Jody. I think it could have been by Tiffany. No. 
Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, is it Smooth Operator by Sade? Wait a minute. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'm one off because I'm, I'm thinking. So wait, I'm sorry. Bon Jovi was number five. Uh, Sheena Easton was number four. Uh, Tone, Tone Loke was number three. And then we have two left. So I did okay. hear all five. Okay. I forgot that was one off. So is this two or one? This is number two. We're going for is number two. Is this the one we've already mentioned? I thought this person was already mentioned, but I could be wrong now. Jimmy, uh, you're right, by the way. It is James Cryan. Thank you very much. Wow. Thank Nicely you. Will everybody please? Thank you, Elliot. I never knew that that's thank what you. that sample was. Thank you, Elliot. Did you get it? <laughs> My <laughs> name's Matt. But <laughs> well, you didn't compliment me yet. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. It's incredible. Thank you. <laughs> of all the songs. <laughs> Would you know that? Because you know what? Because I knew what the song, I knew it. I knew that part. That's By the incredible. way, that, that video. Might, that is incredible. But might be the only time in, in rap history that someone wore a record player around their neck to <laughs> scratch the record. Yeah. I don't think that was ever done in real life. It, they did it for the video. And I don't yeah. know why. I still don't know why it happened. I don't think it would work. Well, you want to be able to move around on stage. Yeah. But that, that it defies physics. It defies gravity. Sense. Right. How does the needle stay on? Right. Right. Of yeah. course. Gotta, you, know, you know what you got to do with the needle. Put it on the record. Put it on the record. Put the needle 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 on the record. Dance. Dance. I like to go on the record. With what? My needle. No. <laughs> go ahead. Wait. All right. So number two. <laughs> number two. It's a female artist. Is it Sade? No. Is she number one? Uh, nope. I'm gonna, Sade's I'm, not on the stage. Is it The Pretenders? <laughs> it's still not I'm going to ask again. Is it Tiffany Could Have Been? <laughs> no. It's is not. it Paula Abdul? Uh, no. It's a female artist, though. Huh? 1989. Is it our friend Debbie? Oh, it's Janet. It's our friend Debbie Gibson. It is Debbie Gibson. Oh. This song later would spend three weeks at number one. Is it Electric Youth? No, but it is from that album. It's a ballad. It's from uh, Electric Blue is the name of the album. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's such a good album. Is it a ballad? It is a ballad. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very close. Now you're... Now, hold on a second. I do know my Debbie Gibson. (laughs) Do you? It sounds like this was... Seems like you should have been shouting the answer out of you for four weeks. Because I'm getting... It was probably her biggest hit, or one of her biggest hits. It's not Lost in Your Eyes. That's from the first album. It is. Oh, I thought that was from the second. Uh, Jody Wiley, Lost in Your Eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You never buzzed in. Good job, Jody. You didn't buzz in, Garen. (laughs) I think think Jody's winning this game, actually. (laughs) She's getting all the answers about technicalities. Number one, I sat in my car to find out what it was oh, uh, for a minute, and uh, I was not disappointed with the uh, with with the results. Can of you that. give us some sort of trivia about the song that could lead us into it? Uh, they Before gave, you do that, yeah, I have a guess. Okay, is it could have been by? <laughs> it's not. Damn it! Is it a female artist? It's another female artist it though. Is, though. Well, the we lady, haven't mentioned her. The ladies were dominating the charts. She may or may not have been mentioned already. Hear uh, me may out. or may not. <clears throat> Hear me out, Garen. Could have been by Tiffany. <laughs> oh, geez, that's it. That was my guess. You're right. Hey. No, it wasn't. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> yes. Is it Janet Jackson? No. Is it the Pretenders? <laughs> no. I'm gonna give Jim- and Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm nasty, so I'm gonna. Re- I didn't give a different. Is it Miss Jackson? No. no. But but this this art. Well, uh, God, I, I I can't think of a, a clue that wouldn't be a giveaway. I'm trying to think of a good clue. Okay, good. The, yeah. The thing that the thing that the, the trivia they Initial? gave on the show won't give it away at all unless you happen to know this. But I didn't know. Right, it. give me the trivia they gave on the yeah, show. Yeah, uh, the bad trivia. The demo for this tape was thrown in the trash by the artist's mother, but she fished it out and said, "Now nah, that's a hit." The record label disagreed. Mercedes Girl by Pebbles. No. Uh, is that your name now? <laughs> your name yes. is Mercedes Girl by Pebbles. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what? So the record label said, no, we don't like it either. And so she said, okay, I'll do two songs that you choose if you let me do this song. Became a number one hit in 1989. This is good. That's a good, that is a good hint, by the way. Because that says that she has a lot of power. 
that she she had was, no power at the time. By the way, she had no power. She's very young. Though, this was her first album and her first hit. Only, no. What's that? Only hit? Uh, no, no, not her only hit. No, her Eight first nine. album. And I thought you were guessing the title. <laughs> only, <laughs> like, and he was mad about that guess too. Yeah. Wow, that is that's unbelievable. I can't think of well, a, what year was Madonna. That's that's way before every year. That. Yeah, she was she was like eighty. Oh, her first album was eighty three. Three, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 89 was like Express Yourself, wasn't it? That's, yeah, that that's was primo, like a prayer era. mother threw this into the trash, so she's a young yeah, lady. Yeah. I was a big big fan of this artist, and I'd never heard that trivia. Too early so for Britain. Surprising. Too early. Way too early. About 15 years, 10. Uh, true. 10 years too early. No, 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 no. For Britney? Britney is definitely in the 90s. No, yeah, this is 89. 90s. That's what I'm saying, but it's not 10 years. Yeah, Britney yeah. came out in like in 98 or 99. It was nine years. <laughs> What are you, him? Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. That was Johnny Pedantic. <laughs> well, Johnny Pedantic. <laughs> yes, go ahead, Johnny. I, I can give you an, a much easier hint. No, no, no. I like it. How do we not know? She, oh, here's another piece of trivia they gave. I'm not going to say the thing. Yeah. She was still working her day job at the time that this uh, was recorded. Her day job <clears throat> happened to be uh, involved rubbing elbows with a lot of celebrities and athletes. Is it Paul Abdul? It is Paula Abdul. Uh, straight up? Straight up. Straight up. Um, it's your lady. It's my girl. Forever my that girl. That song is incredible. It's the best. Whenever I DJ, I always play it. How often do you DJ? Not often now, but I just did it a couple months ago. But you enjoyed it? Because most DJs are terrible. And what do you do that makes you special? I'm not, I'm, I'm legitimately Play in. hits that people recognize. Don't try to make you the genius. Oh, look, I'm mashing up this B. You've never heard this song before. Right. Yeah, just play songs people love to dance to. And mm -hmm. that song, I hate Still to say works. It, still works. Still works. You know what? So, let me tell you what other song works all, never, has never failed me. My prerogative. Yeah, great song. Do you know that song? Of course, of course. by yeah. the great Bob Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a we had a weeks long debate on about what? One, one lyric of that song. We oh. couldn't figure out if if he was saying. Well, give uh, give, give him the. Uh, okay, I'll just play it for you. You play tell it, me what he's saying. You tell us what he's saying. Because <laughs> I can't we, believe we're revisiting. We literally we could not. We couldn't. Uh, You're going to be able to find what part of that song is. Of course, yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, so, um, so let me give you some other. Yeah, give us some. Uh, some Never met. Obviously, Billie Jean. Not yeah. Clever. What? Yeah. But that is, uh, that one never misses. And, uh, it's not the drum on this. It's so in your face. I thought he was going to go to the part of He's the song. He's eventually going to get there, Wayne. I honestly have no idea where it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if, if I'm not mistaken, Britney Spears did a cover of this. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm in the Britney camp. I know I, you are. I saw her live at Madison Square Garden. How'd it go? She sang one song, lip sank the rest. Does that bother you? I, not I don't, at all. I don't not care. In a, not at all. That's, that's what I was hoping for. If you do a great show and I'm entertained, yeah, it's next level entertainment. Right, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here we, I think after the chorus. It's good. What did he say? Don't get me wrong. I'm not soup. <laughs> that was one of the things we thought. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> <Soup>. <laughs> 
<laughs> not soup. I think that's what he's saying. I mean, it, it's weird that he had to say it, but somebody hey, must have gotten it right. right. It's important. Somebody, somebody, Bobby Brown. How many people came up to him and asked him before yeah, he had soup? to say? Okay, Guys, I gotta put this don't get me wrong. I'm I like really, soup. I'm really. I know. I, I eat it a lot. I guess I understand the. Uh, the Hear me out. I like the question. You're not the first one that's come up to me, <laughs> but I am not. I don't know really what that is. Not. Yeah, we. Uh, that song is so good. All right, I'm even gonna, the second part. If you forget, even, the, forget I know forget evil phrase is not my thing. I don't even know what he's talking <laughs> yeah, about. Okay, so it, again, I know we talked about this at length. Yeah, yeah. I'm really not zoop. I, I, ego juice. It's not ego, ego juice. juice. Is not it's my still thing. wrong. No. <laughs> it sounded like eagle trace to me, which is <laughs> it's, completely wrong. It's don't get me wrong. I'm really not souped, meaning like souped up about myself. Soup is pretty close. Wait, e- are you sure it's souped? E- ego, I don't think it is souped. Ego I, trips is not my. Are you yes, Apple Music? That's right. That is. Right. I'm in Apple Music. Ego, Doesn't yes, the lyrics? Ego trips the lyrics is not right my thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely what he's saying. I don't yeah. think it's souped. I think I, we went back and forth on this because no, look. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm really yeah, not soup- souped. souped. It does say ego trip right. is not my thing. For a while, I think we found one source that said zooped, yeah, and we were like, "What does that mean?" Wrong. And that's on wrong. Urban Dictionary, it's like zooped is another word for souped, meaning like souped up. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like really that was great. That song. I just feel like that song is what it's oh. always on the Fetterman. What else? What else? Uh, gets them on the dance floor with Fetterman DJs. Um, that. Those, those are the main. I guess those are. I'm, let me think. Let me think. Um, some it depends. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then um, <clears throat> let's go crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one by Prince? Yeah, sure. yeah. People Wait. go crazy. <laughs> People go crazy. I don't know if you know the songs. They follow the instructions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was in the record business. I knew. I hung out with Bob Brown. Oh, you did? Absolutely. Was he souped? <laughs> no. No, he says he's don't not. Get him, don't get him wrong. <laughs> Let me know. It sounds like you're getting him wrong. I said, you look at you. I got him completely wrong. wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> no, he, he followed me around at a function. Is ego his thing? No. He said it wasn't. <laughs> no way. What? Uh, it seems like everything he's done in the public eye contradicts that statement, that's by the way. That's all. He seems very egotistical. Oh, uh, for Beatles, I do. Guess oh. what Beatles I do? I do. Oh. Twist and shout. No. No. Help. No, that's a bad guess. Why? For dancing, I could dance to help. Love it. No. Re- Revolution number nine. <laughs> okay, now we're all kickback writer. <laughs> a get hint. Uh, Long winding road. No, Can that's not the right hint. Um, it starts with the words one, two, three, four. Jody Watley. Correct. Go ahead, Jody. I'm, I'm saying yes. I'm buzzing in. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> what? Allentown. Two, three, I, I was, it was about a girl strategically. who's Michelle Mybell. No. One, two, three, four. I would have said Twist and Shout. I thought that started with that, with a countdown. Can't Buy Me Love? Count up. It's close, oh. but that's... Um... Can Buy Me Love. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Can't Buy Me Love starts with the It's called countdown. I Saw Her Standing yeah, There, about a girl who was 17. We were got 17. Guess what? What? Do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. But I mean, that means that's how, what her age was. It means that uh, it that means I was about to engage in uh, it, some. It means it was not legal to. Right. Exactly. We're counting off the, the years of sentence at the beginning of the. <laughs> By the way, I think Frank "Can't Buy Me Love" is is a, one of those songs that starts with the first thing you hear is the the title of the song, right? Yes. "Can't Buy Me Love" starts with the chorus. No question. Very rare. Very I, rare. Yeah. I have a weird thing that I want to share, if I may. Okay. Uh, I was interested in where the where the. Uh, phrase souped up came from yeah and we probably heard about it like relating to like cars and things like that mm-hmm. like the souped up mm-hmm. whatever uh, apparently 
it was uh, it originated from narcotic injected into horses to make them run faster. The narcotic was called soup. Wow, love that it. Is interesting. That's so weird. Like it's I had horses souped up. Yep. Yeah, I always, I always thought it started with cars, but I never bothered to question why they would say that about cars. Because there's no soup in a car. No, there's horsepower, though. That's true. Uh, that's probably how it... Uh, uh, I always thought it just meant like you cook some soup on the engine block because it's so hot. It's running so hot. Uh, they're not truckers. <laughs> they're, they're, what's that called? The man grill? Oh, the, the... Uh, yeah, that thing they used to sell. Yeah, what's that thing that... You could cook on oh, the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, you just pull over to the side of the road, you make a hamburger, a hot dog, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Go to a fucking restaurant. <laughs> you got like grease all over your engine. Yeah, what are you doing? Crazy. This How much time are you saving, by the way? <laughs> Go to a dry, get out, stretch your legs, and get a sandwich. <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be a time saver. It was a money saver. You don't have to buy. You don't have to pay those outrageous McDonald's prices. <laughs> Go get you something for the dollar menu. Yeah. So it's just now a one, two, three menu. It's all right. It's no big deal. You don't have to know what's going on. I, know, I know you're a fast food guy. We don't want to insult you. Don't want to. That's how they got around the the issue of inflation blowing their whole dollar menu concept because eventually that that was just untenable. They can't yeah, 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 that was forever. that was difficult. Wayne is a guy who is a uh, not adverse to the fast food. Correct. Have you tried the Carl Jr. sliders? Not yet. They not yet. look good. They look good on that poster. They do they look do. good on that poster. Right, I will try them. I'll definitely try. The weird thing is, I feel like Carl Jr. and Hardee's are the same restaurant. They different literally parts are. Of the oh, country. they are. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's confirmed. That's confirmed. Yeah, because we didn't have Carl Jr. back east. We had Hardee's. Yeah. So, uh, no, I will definitely try that. I I try to, you know. Sample when I can, when I can. I see. Yeah. One of the very few commercials I did in my career when I did commercials was yeah. for uh, uh, Hardee's. And then they uh, they reused it for Carl's Jr. Yeah, so I uh, made some extra money. Nice. Nice. Very nice. So this was back in your Chicago days. No, that was here. But oh. 20 years ago, like a long time ago. Very long time ago. Do you, is it still on the reel? No. <laughs> Is there still no. a reel? Is there a reel? Do you have a reel? I have a reel. You do? Yeah, sure. What is on it? What is on my reel? That's a good question. <laughs> well, the host reel. That's the first question of my midterm, good. by the way. Boy, the kids didn't get that, did they? <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, you have a hosting reel? Yeah, they got an acting, acting reel. Which is... Uh, do you have a... Because I do a career retrospect reel. Well, yeah, reel. But, you, but you've done... You've worked. I've got six things. Oh, that you try to... Different angles. Yeah. <laughs> Got Here, here's the monk from this angle. Here's, here's a zoom in on the monk. Yeah. Got it. What's, what's on, I know, I'm sure Step Brothers is on your reel. Well, I don't, I'm, 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 this is the weirdest thing because I'm now like, uh, as I'm moving on in my career, I'm realizing at one point there's going to be the last reel. The last Are you there? You think you might be there? I'm, I feel like I'm closing You're in. not there. You're talking crazy. You're a good right. character right. actor. Thank you. I, Thank I would you. cast you in anything if I thought you're appropriate. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, man. It just turns out you're not appropriate for anything <laughs> I'm doing. And you're not a casting director. But besides that, besides you'll that, be working all the time. You're right. You're not stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, but first of all, I love that it's still called a reel, even though there's no moving parts to it right. at all. There's no. Right. Like maybe in the cassette era, you could still justify yes, that. Yeah. But no. Not, not now anymore. it's just a file on a computer. Exactly. There's no reels. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I uh, the, My career retrospect is called A Brief History of Wayne Fetterman. So, that's from the earliest thing. I have this great clip of me in college with Bob Hope. Right. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah, yeah. And then all the way up to, I'll have the last one crashing, which I heard from another source you were upset that I was on. <laughs> that's what I heard. 
Is that true? I'm going to confront you right now. <laughs> Jody Watley. Was I upset that you were on? No, sir. I was not upset that you were on. Was I, for, for comedic effect, was I upset? Of course. Yes, of course, of course. Of course. I right. want to know who this stoolie is, though. I want to know who's... Uh, well, somebody, probably someone who heard the show, because yeah, you probably somebody, said it on the show. Yeah, somebody, you said it on the show. Of said it on the show. To Jamie Lee, I said it right to her face. Oh, that's oh you right. did? Absolutely. Man, I am a big fan of that comedian. And I, I feel like her acting is... Just as good as your stand-up. Like I have not. I've, I've only watched the first episode of the new season, so I've only seen that. But she, yeah, she's great. Really, really, really. We love her. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. How many times has she been on this program? Yeah, I think I'll say two three, times. Three, nope. two, just two. Okay. My favorite joke of her, um, one of my favorite jokes is. Oh wait, don't don't do it. I won't oh, do what? it. No, 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 no. Why I not? I'm just. This is because. How about you wait until um, you open his <laughs> Christmas presents before you tell that joke? <laughs> All right, guys. I thought I shutting off my mic was sufficient. No, it's not sufficient. <laughs> so fucking loud. Wait, I don't understand. You're the guy trying not to be loud, and then you're being loud. The worst. It's insanely distracting. Well, there's a kid crying. Here's here's the worst part about that. That wasn't like to get at food or anything. It's just a piece of paper I wrote something on. Oh, Jesus, that is Jeez. the worst part of that. Uh, <laughs> Here I thought it was the interruption, but no. I want right. to hear the joke. I want to hear Jamie Lee's yeah. joke. It just really caught me. Um, she said, uh, "Hey, uh, first of all, I, I just got married." Audience applause. She goes, "That's the correct response." A lot of my friends are like, "How did you know? How did you know he was the one?" I was like, "Well, because I was 32 and not married." <laughs> That's a good joke. It's a nice is. joke. So or, or immediately, I love it. Love it. You can find that she's a label mate of yours. She's a, her album is on AST Records. You it can, is. Yeah, you can find oh that. It's God. out there right okay. now. Is it's that right? I didn't know she was on AST Records. Is it called Actually? Should I talk to the president? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm totally embarrassingly blanking on the name of that. Maybe he's at lunch. He's in this room. Oh, no, now the, now the neighbors are going to think oh, you're sorry. Not. All right, let, let me just go apologize to them. <laughs> who needs to go apologize? I will go apologize right, to them. I'm on. the one who's most... I mean, Wayne should. Sorry. Uh, Jesus, Wayne. Sorry, I was doing a bit. There. They're was, good people. I was doing a bit. But your bit is going to get us evicted. <laughs> I don't not, think so. Not unless you're like fucking at the top of our lungs. I don't think you so. knocking on the uh, wall. I don't think so. All right, let me, so. Let, me go, let me go around the horn. I mean. Okay. I mean, that's what it's called, yeah. Oh. It's called did I you mean. Apolog- did they accept your apology? They did. They, uh, to quote them, oh, we didn't know anything happened. Oh, damn it. Good. Wayne, your thoughts? I'm just saying I'm good at doing comedy bits and not ruining your relationship with your neighbors. <laughs> really? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah that's, that was I'm my point. Saying, that's my point. I wanted to get to it. That's, I'm glad that's all I have to say. All right, let me check in with Garrett Cockrell. He's over there at the Pop Culture Beats Info Desk, sponsored by dogpell.com. Garrett, how are you today? Doing good, sir. How are you? Uh, now, you saw the two movies over the weekend. You saw The Game Night. You saw The Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Both are four stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else happened? Uh, I also saw Mom and Dad, Nicolas Cage film oh yeah now yeah you were surprised it was made into a movie but you thought nick cage was terrific yeah well it's just there's a book that i read growing up called blood crazy which is identical and it was something that i've always wanted to adapt Mm -hmm. i even emailed the author about it and he's like oh the rights are already gone and then this came out. Why'd you give him that voice? You're a rando coming at him from email. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, uh, because of course they're yeah. already gone. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't they be? But that makes him a dummy in your mind. Right. No, it makes me a dummy for thinking. Yeah, but hey, you made, I was you made him the dummy. You, you, you really, made him the dummy. He was the, you, right, he was the fool let's, in your story. Let's, 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 let's rewind. <laughs> let's do it again. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, can I get the rest of your book? No, sir. Those are already gone. Very good. That's right. how that should have gone. Thank you. Uh, all right. So you saw that movie. You enjoyed it. That's fun. Nick Cage, huh? You know, he's... Nicholas Cage is great. 
He's only been bad like twice, and we all we all just point at those two and go, "That guy blows." Well, it's just that his career has taken such an odd. He was a movie star. He was humongous. He was an Oscar nominated, I believe. Maybe mm-hmm. I think he won. Won an Oscar. Won it. Did he, he won won it? and got a standing ovation. If I'm not mistaken, for uh, leaving Las Vegas, yeah, right, right, and got a standing yeah. ovation. Guy was like top three stars in Hollywood. People were standing up and cheering like he was Polanski. That's how good he was. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. That's, that's a, what happened that's when a, Polanski went for the pianist. You don't know right. that? Yeah. Oh, not what's his name? Who? Uh, there were a couple people. Uh, there was a couple of people. Who used to date uh, the, the the redheaded girl from... Uh, that's good. We can get it from that. You will. Redheaded girl from... Jody Watley. Nope. I'm, and I'm buzzing in. <laughs> redheaded girl from uh, News Radio. Oh. oh. Vicky Lewis? Vicky Lewis. She dated an older gentleman who sat there with his I arms never know. folded. I wouldn't have pulled an actor? the name Vicky Lewis. Yeah, and you know who it is, and he's he's uh, like a, and he's much older than her, much older. Uh, Look it up, Garen. Vicky. John Lovitz. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. In real life, they dated. F. Murray Abraham. No. <laughs> oh, who the shit is it? He, he's. You have to admit he's much older. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that's not up for debate. <laughs> Vicky Lewis used to date Martin Landau. No, it is not Marty. Although Martin Landau is said to uh, have been to be a uh, a very suave and charming gentleman. Yes, yeah, he used to date Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. She used to date Nick Nolte. And what? Nick Nolte sat there. And Nick huh? Nolte sat there. Uh, oh. And now, now, all these years later, now everybody's getting on. Now board. everyone, yeah, Nick Nolte. Thank you. We thank Nolte, and and by default, she uh, she sat on her hands too because Nolte you know, gave her the back of her hand. Right, right, Whoa. right. right. <laughs> it's, it's different time. Different, different time. time. Different, different time. time. <laughs> At least they were on the right side of the Polanski issue. <laughs> right, That's right. You can't <laughs> expect them to be perfect people. <laughs> what do you have to? Perfect game. You have to pitch yeah. right. As a reminder, I was once at an event where I walked past Martin Landau sitting on a milk crate smoking a cigarette out behind the uh, the venue. Love it. Uh, and it was the saddest thing ever. Oh, really? I thought that I, would just be a cool Hollywood I, I, moment. It, it kind of was sad that he had to mm. go and hide behind the thing. And Oh, I see. It was during the shaming years of cigarette smoking? I don't know the answer to that, but maybe. I, yeah. Obviously, he was not comfortable having people see him. You know, then he came in. Are you sure it was milk crate or just a crate? I think I want to say milk crate. I'm going to stand by milk crate. Was it his milk crate? Like, did he come back and <laughs> carrying it? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Very nice man. Very nice man. Very nice man. Marty Landy. Right. Uh, I've heard. Known for his mind. milk crate. What did you hear? You know what? They need to disparage the dead. I've heard not good things about him. Is he dead? You've heard bad things about Marty? Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah Marty Landy. Landy. I forgot he was dead. Wait, who was in, who was in, uh, you're thinking, of, you're thinking of Martin Lawrence. That's Martin Landau. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard he's a jerk. Really, Rachel Waitins uh, used to uh, uh, wait on him at a, a restaurant and said he was the nicest customer of all time. Well, look, we're in Hollywood. We're all right. We all hear things. Yeah, and also, you, somebody can catch you on a bad day. Yeah, yep. Absolutely, people have experiences. Yeah, we've all, myself included, self included. Oh, you're not kidding. Right. <laughs> boy, oh boy, you don't want to be on the wrong end it's of a the Fetterman when he loses fury. It. <laughs> Wait, are you involved in the Gary Shandling documentary? You know that I am. So why did you ask it like that? I'm, I'm curious if you... Uh, I can't wait to see it. When, when does it come out? It comes out the 26th day of March, which is 11 days after the Ides of March is the way I... Beware. Good way to remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, good way to remember it. 11 so days after the... You can remember the, 11, and you can remember what the Ides of March are. You're <laughs> then you know, then you watch the Shelley Doc. Yeah. So... Uh, What's the name of the uh, documentary? It's called The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. And who made the film? 
Judd Apatow. That's right. Judd Apatow, who um, I've been in sort of Judd's universe a little bit over the past couple of years. And that's one of the things that I've been involved with was co-producing, not executive producing, not producing, not associate <laughs> producing, co-producing. Yeah. Sounds like you had to go to the guild on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and it's long. It's long. It's four and a half hours. Wow. wow. That's great. Yeah, that's the first part. Then the second part, no, that's the over two nights. Uh-huh. And it's basically a deep dive into... It's four and a half hours long. Love it. I, mean, I know you're looking at me like I'm exaggerating. No, uh, that is not I, for comedic effect. That I, is... Like when, when, when a documentary is about something I'm interested in, it yeah. can never oh, it can be go, long I enough. 100% agree. Uh, what was the last thing I saw that I was like... Ah. Put your headphones on. Yo, you missed it. Now you missed it. It's too late. It was our Doc Talk theme. All right. Well, Play it again. Play it no, again. it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, what was I just watching? No, you're saying the, the longest. When I, when I, when I care Showa? about something. No, it wasn't something oh, long. So you're not interested in the Holocaust. Interesting. <laughs> okay, we just learned no, something. No, I'm saying I was watching a documentary recently, <laughs> and I was like, I wish this had been longer. Uh, what the hell was it? I don't know, man. We think we talked about it on the show, and I expect you was to remember. Was it the Hired Gun? Was it a Hired Gun? Nope. Do you remember the type of documentary was like an entertainment? Yeah, was it a thirty for thirty? Was it, Don't patronize it? me, Elliot. <laughs> I, what is that? He's trying, trying to help you. I'm kidding. No, I, I, I just don't remember. It doesn't, but it doesn't matter. Is it Gaga five foot two? Oh yeah, was it your lady? I, Gaga? I, I did just I, watch I, that. I did see Gaga five foot two. It might have been that, but I don't. I don't think I needed that to be longer. Mansfield sixty six sixty seven. Are you looking at my queue? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm looking at my doc talk list. Oh, uh, no. How about that? Wasn't Mansfield? No, I don't know what that is. I didn't see Jim it. and Andy, the making of a murderer. No, that was because those are long. Those plenty are plenty long. long. Yeah. Two of those are coming <clears> out. <throat> Excuse me. Yeah, they come out with a new one, and it's by different people. What's that all about? It's okay. the other side of it. Side of it. Yeah. Oh, they're saying it's the unmaking it. of a murderer. Okay. It's, Which, it's called conviction. Conviction or something. Convicting yeah, a murderer. Convicting a murderer. Okay, but didn't those other people? Yeah, let, let, let's let's focus on that fucking one case. One more. <laughs> I know. Right. It, we got it. We got it. So we, we got it. The clearly, Billy's did something, <laughs> yeah, something, and we were entertained happened. for a minute, and then now let's be entertained with something else. We don't need to revisit that. Even that. Even that drag. It was great oh, for a drag. few episodes, but it got really. Yeah, this one. Uh, I think they figured something out when they did the one about the rich guy in New York. Who, oh my God! What was the that? Jinx. Called? The Jinx. The best. I think they figured something out. Like, oh, we can draw this out. But that's because there were so many twists in that one. Of course. But I'm saying that was the yeah. that was the key to that. Yeah. So the the Gary one. There's no big big no, twist. No twist. In okay. No huge twist. He's still not. Did with you us. get Ian Buchanan? Did you talk to Ian for the film? I'm not sure. He was one of the regulars on the uh, Gary Shanley show. No, we did not. Ian wouldn't sit down? He wanted too much money. No, no, no. He, we didn't interview that many people. We only did interview like a dozen or so. So, and it was mainly, yeah. So it was basically what happened. Gary kept diaries his entire adult life. Wow. And... That is the basis of it. So you really see how he strategized his career, his inner demons, all of it, and through those diaries that you we actually show them on the screen. It's you get to see his complete. And you know he had a very big lawsuit with his manager Brad Gray. That and then he ended up being uh, his phone was tapped by this guy Anthony Pelicano. So there's all kinds that, of yeah. many little as well as just his. You know what he wanted to do as a comedian. So it's uh, it's really, 
I, look, it's a lot. It's a lot, and I just I co-produced it. Can't wait to see it. Is it going to be available on DVD? <laughs> it's on HBO, I believe, right? Right now, it's on home box office. It's not, it's on, not the 26th. Not on the 26th. Not TV. On the 26th, again. Two, I hear it's two nights. Yeah. 26th and the night after. I don't know what that date is. 27, I think. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. Okay. So, Will they both be up uh, on HBO Go? I assume. And, uh, I, like, yeah. automatically. And then at some point, DVD? I <laughs> I assume it might be DVD, maybe Blu-ray. Okay, even. there's talk of Blu-ray. Well, you're a producer. I thought maybe you'd know something about this. I'm could, just a co-producer. I see. Yeah, get that whole thing on one day. That's, that's that makes more sense. That's all. Yeah, but uh, what was your experiences with Gary? Well, I never met him. Never met him. Met him briefly at the Tonight Show, uh-huh. and uh, that was it. I saw him in concert once at the Poplar Creek Music Theater mm-hmm. in Chicago. The opening act was Kevin Nealon. Wow. Yeah. Kevin destroyed. Gary did okay. <laughs> okay. And that was the it was disappointing. I was I was right. sad for him because I was like I was uh, a huge yeah. fan. Loved him. Right. Loved him. Uh, Neilan is in the documentary. The oh. rare yes. Did you get Ian Buchanan? The weird thing is I don't think we got Ian. <laughs> Damn it. I think we tried. You got Kevin. We did get Kevin. You had to. We did get Kevin. We did get Kevin. So anyway, that's that's it. Are I'm, you in it? No. Because you would play basketball with him. Twenty years. Yeah. 20 years I was in that game. Never talked about it while I was doing it. Did you know? Yeah. Oh, you knew? Yeah, I mean, I just said it. No, no, no. In, I think we knew after the fact. After no, the I knew. Fact. Yeah. Oh, really? There was some other. Susie McCullough? Yeah, there was. Sarah Silverman. Sarah was in it. and But one day, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was it was a fun game. The guy fun. that played one of the bad guys in a Superman movie, he would play it. <laughs> I forget his name. Hmm. He was in that game. Richard, Richard Pryor? Jack Nicholson? Terrence Stamp? No, no. A, guy, a name you wouldn't even know. Just a guy. <laughs> I'd love to see Terrence Stamp playing basketball. Just a dude. Um, yeah, so uh, that was, that's the documentary. What would you guys do? Wear shorts? How would you guys play? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, Sunday, it was a Sunday game mm-hmm. at his house. He had a ba- his own basketball court. Full court? No, half court. So you guys three on three. Three on enough, three. right? Yep. Couldn't afford the and, and later, as we're reading the diaries, because I didn't, because, you know, you're in your own world as you go through this, that that was, you know, he never got married, never had a family. It's not like you guys. And he, um, and so, <laughs> meant you too. Yeah. And then, and so, like, that Sunday game became very important to him as, like, a, a way of bringing guys over and girls and things, and he would provide food. And I, did, I didn't realize it at the time, like, how important it was to have that sort of event once a week hmm. until afterwards i'm like oh he's getting something out of this yeah. what if you read it the other way and it was like oh fuck it's sunday those assholes are coming over again <laughs> right. i guess i gotta get, some I food. get rid of these idiots like every every week there another sunday another <laughs> right. stupid game uh but, but that's good i know i know i know so it's coming on the 26th that's on the home box office yeah uh is that tv no it's hbo oh, i see uh, all right, we'll be checking over there. There's Dr. Semantic. That's Elliot Hoberg. He's behind Mission Control. He's Hello. a little bit under the weather, but we're yeah. hoping he gets better by Saturday. That's the hope. Uh, Park Castathon, of course, noon to midnight over there at the uh, NeverNotFunny.com. It was the word streams. Mm-hmm. A hot house band led by Wayne Fetterman. Mm-hmm. In addition to 33 guests coming on. And uh, it'll be a, uh, a fun day. In and out. Biggest band I've ever, we've ever had. Yeah, yeah, keeps growing. Yeah. But yeah. we still refuse to get you a bass player. <laughs> the most important member of the band. That's you right. know that, right? Yeah. Joe could... Biden play bass? Can he sit in? Biden oh, will not be there. Come on. You could play You could play the lower <laughs> I keys. I do, right? I do, I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Or use foot pedals like uh, they used to do, like the Doors would do. They'd right. Bass Name player. one other band that did it. Chicago initially before they got Peter Cetera. Nice. 
So uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, we just mean any band without a bass player? No, that played had oh, the, uh, the, the keyboard, keyboard player play yeah. bass with a foot. It was very rare. Very rare. Hmm. What was that guy's name from the Doors? Um, it's not Ray Manzarek. Yeah, Ray Manzarek. We saw him in the airport, or is the other no? We guy? saw John Densmore. Okay. Oh no, we saw Robbie Krieger. That's the guitar player. Yeah, we saw Robbie Krieger. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. No shit, we saw Jim Morrison. That's it for the band. There's no one else in that band. I was listening to them live over the weekend. Vinyl. I love the end. I love it. You mean not when it's over? That's what I love. Yeah, that's what I know. You hate the Doors. I don't hate the Doors, but I'm kind of in the overrated. Cool pool. Oh, there's no question. Oh, but there it, is. But every now and then, yeah, yeah, you yeah. put them on, and it's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm in the mood for L.A. Woman. I'm in the mood for Riders in the Storm. I'm in right. the mood for The End. Certain certain bands and, and acts are overrated, even if they're great. Like, Jimi Hendrix is overrated. But really? He's great. Yes, because he's like the go-to gut guitar guy. Well, like, but but he's for a reason. I don't right, know. But, but, he's, but he's, it's by by definition, he's overrated. Let Jimmy take over. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? I, what, no, there's no way. You did like that. like Bob Marley. I feel like these are people who are great, but it's like yeah, we get well, it. I don't know if anybody would agree on that. You don't think Bob Marley's great? Once you turn 25, I don't think you're allowed to say that. I think it's great. I think it's great music. Oh, I think that's great songwriting. That's the doors to me, man. I don't need. To Sounds ever. like Bob Marley's overrated. <laughs> so oh. you, there you go. He's overrated to you. It's unlistenable. Wow, that's crazy. Oh. I don't. Uh, what Wayne? Can you help me out at all? No, not at all. No, no, <laughs> no interest in Bob Marley. No. Oh I, my God! I, I, feel I like mean, those I songs are timeless. The two songs? <laughs> what do you mean? That entire hit, greatest hits album is oh amazing. It is. It's great. What are the two for you? The Don't Cry, whatever. Don't. No woman, no cry. No cry, no woman. And the what's the other one? The mother. Is there a song about mother or something? I'm not into Marley. I'm not into Marley. Give me a couple other ones. That I, uh, I shot the sheriff. Three little birds. I shot the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Three little birds. <laughs> well, you like the Beatles. They sing about bullshit a lot. They got a blackbird. He's like the Beatles of Jamaica. I get it. I get it. No, look, I don't want to disparage him because the Marley fans are very adamant and I don't want them I'm getting... I'm not even like a fan. I'm just saying like he has his place. I feel like Bob Marley is not in the Jimi Hendrix universe of respected musicians. I feel like he's hmm. the most popular reggae musician. I 100% agree. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Well, Jimi Hendrix is... And Jimi Hendrix might be the most accomplished instrumentalist of the last yeah, it's 50 a, years. It's two different things because Jimi Hendrix's reputation beyond his the but songs... Can't, but you can't the, say he's overrated. You cannot say that Jimi Hendrix is overrated. It's part of it because he died at 27? Yeah. I, okay. think, I, think every, I agree with that. I, that does I think everybody add to the legacy. Died, like Kurt Cobain is also... I think everybody who dies too young becomes overrated you know it was just the last week james dean yeah yeah mitch he mitch hedberg great comedian he would have been 50 last week i think i just read uh, um the jokes will stand the test of time forever i think mm -hmm. um but because we lost him too soon there's people who are just like he oh my god it's like there's well same with bill hicks yeah oh okay so, but yeah. that's a different argument that's, that's what overrated means to me oh do you died young no no that people say you're greater than you actually were but I don't think Jimi Hendrix was greater than he was. I think he, he just didn't have a down period that sullied the uh, There's Some of those songs don't need to be played anymore, as far as I'm concerned. They're, they're, there's does, there's a lot of psychedelic not, nonsense. Mm. Well, everybody... Yeah, everyone puts is, out garbage uh, amongst their gems. Not Bob Marley. <laughs> not Bob, Bob Marley? Okay, <laughs> I'll, I will revisit. Do you revisit. know how hard it was for that legend album to be uh, put together, to put a, a best of Bob Marley together? Tell me, record producer. <laughs> 
The, oh, I'm not going to bore you with it. <laughs> Is he better than Tosh? Someone Tosh? Would, most would argue he's not. Yeah, no. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Cliff and Tosh are considered better than Thank him. You. Right. Thank you. Thank you. He's like the the carrot top, and I I'm not disparaging <laughs> carrot top. I am by saying this, but he's like the he's like the goat accessible reggae. Sure, but that but that's that's what people that's, in America. He's the reggae. Heard. I feel like he's the reggae for white like college, white dudes. middle class kids. Sure. Yeah, that's we're and I, that's you. I'm a white guy who went to college. Okay. We're all American white men, right? Right. We right, didn't. Right. We didn't. None of us grew up in. Jamaica. But I, I went there. Did you? No, I went to the Bahamas. <laughs> what about Aruba? No, I went to Aruba. I did not go to Jamaica. Nobody wanted to take me. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, I, yeah, I'm not going to win this. You want to come? No, no, no. There's, it's, it's, it's literally, there's no right or wrong. No, there is right or wrong. There is. You're right. You are not going to win. You've lost <laughs> this argument. But I could find a thousand people to of back course, me up on that. Oh, white guy in dreads? That guy's not part of this fucking I think fight. You're, yeah, I think you're. I think you're stereotyping people. Like the song. To me, the songwriting is like there's great songwriting across all genres. Oh, you like Tim Bali? For example, I like Eric Clapton's version of "I Shot the Sheriff" more than mm-hmm. Bob Marley's. Fair enough. I do too, and I think Eric Clapton's a snooze. That's but that that's those. You are, want to talk about overrated? Yeah. Eric Clapton. Those are opinions. You mean the guy that was considered God? Yeah, I think he's a bore. Are you saying God is a bore? I, what, one could argue that there is no God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard God oh, is a bullet. From bore. Even the cream it's stuff is boring. No, there's, he's got great stuff. Okay. But at okay. the same time, there's a lot. No, I know, I know. He's, he's, it's like Sting. That hand was any slower. With <laughs> Uh, it is like Sting. That's a great way to get Yeah, he's like Sting. Yeah, I understand. It's not, there's nothing challenging about. Right. And I'm sure my guitar friends will tell me that I'm out of my skull, and that's okay. But I'm defending right. Jimmy H. Mark Knopfler. Happy to listen to Mark play. Oh, that's interesting. But the, you know you're not in the mainstream when you say like that, that. Like when you focus on the like the both of you, the guitar playing, like the technical prowess of someone. Like, I never said Mark Knopfler. No, well, I know, but 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 about Jimmy Hendrix. Like, I don't want you to most throw people, me in with Jody Watley. Most there. people hear it and they're like, "Wow, that's crazy." But like, what draws the average person to to music is like the song. It's not like no question. Oh no man, question. that guy. Like people like shredding. Like there's no question that people enjoy shredding. But it's that, the reason people like Eddie Van Halen more than they like um, Steve Vai, or who's who was the other guy? The Cedrioni? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, right. those two are. That's just we've talked about that. That's just scales. Right? That's just noodling, man. <laughs> noodling. That's just busy. Yeah. Aren't you interesting? <laughs> Look at how fast I am. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got Clapton over there. He's slow. <laughs> so we need somebody who like You're the like, baby right bear. The I, yeah, right. I, I need a Goldilocks in this, and that's yeah. Hendrix. Hendrix is the Goldilocks of guitar. I always said yeah. it. <laughs> David Gilmore's the best. I, I, I'm not going to talk about this with anybody. I thought you said, well, you said the greatest solo you've ever seen was... Well, greatest live guitarist is Lindsey Buckingham. Lindsey Buckingham, yeah. But I would say that uh, okay, David Gilmore I... is my favorite guitarist. I, have, I like Lindsey Buckingham, but when I was watching them... A great live guitar player, the worst drummer I've ever seen live. Oh, Mick Fleetwood? Yeah. Oh, atrocious. <laughs> I mean, I was laughing. I was like, is this, re- is this really happening? <laughs> I don't know why it's allowed. <laughs> and the name of the band is... I think that's the only reason he's still in the band. Is was he ever good, though? Some people argue with me that he was. I don't think so. Huh. 
That's crazy. And I was sh- I was shocked how bad it was. I mean, just Jesus like Jesus Christ. Okay. There's another drummer on stage just to, you know, in to the shadow. Him. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. There's no way. Christ. There's no way. Huh. It doesn't matter because here comes Lindsay. Lindsay is a very creative dude. Yeah, what do yeah. you uh, what what is your opinion of Ringo Starr as a drummer? Well, he's my favorite Beatle. Okay. But what so, about as a drummer? Well, he's he's a different. He's not a showy drummer. So yeah. I love him. I love him. Did you, cause you, did you read that Quincy Jones rant? Yes, of course. Of course. I, I, I see like I because I kind of like the sound. I mean, I don't know if it's him or the production or whatever, right. but I like the sound of the drums on Beatles songs. Yeah. It's well, I mean, cool. there's, I, I don't know. Who knows? This is the thing about Q and I'm going to go after him a little bit. You ready? <laughs> oh, here we go. Remember, he apologized. Okay. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't. Oh, he that. came out and apologized. He basically in, said in one of those apologies where he's like, "Yeah, my fa-, they had an intervention. His family said you you really was it about the Michael Jackson thing that he had to apologize Michael Jackson uh, because he's in a lawsuit with them. I like assume three things he, he said. You two didn't make, doesn't make good music anymore. Yeah. I thought was interesting because I actually kind of don't agree. It's it's an easy thing to say that they don't. Well, I, and I don't agree. Yeah, the the newest album is good. Q yeah. universe is a jazz universe. Right. And just so you know, those jazz cats, I'm going to call them, <laughs> right, were excellent musicians. Like they knew yeah. classical music. They they that was part of their training, like to go yes. up and look. So when the rock and roll guys came along, they were like, "You got to be kidding me!" Right. Like even the Beatles, which were the most popular, like, are, this is the most. This is like kids' music. Like yeah. we are already playing diminished ninths and then yeah. turning around. So that his idea of music is going to be way different than just the average listener. Right. So I think he's not going to like most of that kind of stuff. So that he doesn't like Paul McCartney's bass playing makes total sense to me because Paul is just a very melodic, in the groove, great little bass player. Would you say he gets in the pocket? <laughs> Couldn't be more in the pocket. He's in the pocket. He's in the pocket. So. I like his bass playing. Uh, cool. It's un, it's almost inarguable, except if you're Q, if, except if you're somebody who's listening to music from that perspective. Right. So those guys, they're just naturally, by inclination, not going to like that kind of music. When, from my perspective, that guy's way too focused on music and to the, to the exclusion of everything else. Like, he doesn't like rap music. Because he, I just, I get the sense that he doesn't even listen to the words of songs. He doesn't care about the words part. He's right. like focusing on everything else. But rap is all about the words, and so of course he hates it. He just thinks it's pointless because it's very basic otherwise. Yeah, it's it's literally the re, a yeah. repeat He's, of a refrain yeah, he, over and he over. Wasn't, he, yeah, he couldn't even wrong. imagine that they right. could like that. But then he turned around and said he likes Kendrick Lamar. So I don't know what the hell he was talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, he's up and down, huh? I did like that story about how they told Ringo to go get a sandwich and then they re-recorded the yeah, drums. Yeah, that is He's like, oh, it sounds better. And like, yeah. Well, the weird thing, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying Ringo is like Elvin Jones. He's not like that kind of drummer, but he's he's really good. He's really solid and a great timekeeper. I know that sounds like an insult. He's no Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> no, Ringo is incredible. Mick Fleetwood did it. I will go to my grave saying the worst drum solo I've ever seen. I, in this my is I, whatever he's saying. I'm agreeing with. But I mean, it, it I was. Couldn't unbe- it was I couldn't believe it either. I couldn't. <laughs> Why do they give him a solo? That's so crazy. <laughs> I, because his name's in the band. Yeah. I can't know. It's, yeah. I think yeah, my Mac. Is, once Mac died, yeah. that was it. No, Mac's in. Mac, what? Oh, I'm sorry. John McVie. He's, oh, that's he's John McVie. Yeah, I he's, know. he's in okay. the pocket. Okay. Uh, my guess is there's a big Idiot. conversation of, hey, Stevie gets to sing right. and Christy yeah. gets to sing and you get to do 900 guitar solos. Give me something. Yeah. And he's out there. 
and he does a lot of doo, 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 and then we got to okay and, doo, 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 and, he, and he's big and lanky and so you think something's going on he's the worst the say, worst I have to say I, I I hate to trash this guy but it is it is the worst I've he ever seen it. he's it's right. the worst and that's a, you know I've seen Fleetwood Mac in concert Numerous a dozen times, times. I right. love them yeah, I yeah. love them live yeah but you know, if, if if they toured and they went, oh, Mick's not going to make this tour, I get a better seat. Mm-hmm. Cause like, how great are they going to be now? Right. I ask you, how great are they? Okay. I don't know. All right, Dr. Samantha, you're doing okay. You're going to yeah, get better by Friday. Okay, by Saturday. All right, let's take our second break. Yep. When we come back, Wayne Federman is here. We're going to do this quiz of yours. If we want to. This midterm oh, we you speak want to. of. Yeah, I took a midterm. I gave my class a midterm. How many kids are in the class? 18. 18, a little shy of 20. And uh, everybody gets a seat. Everybody gets a desk. No, no desks. Are they all? Are they freshmen through senior? Mainly age? seniors. Wait, oh, no wow. desk. What do you mean by no desk? No desks. They crisscross applesauce. They're sitting on the ground. Some, some to take the quiz. Some came up to my desk. It's like it's a th- it's in the school of the arts. So it's like just chairs, and then there's mats, and I then see. there's little like black boxes, mm, so you can create like do you know? What it's, yeah, yeah, like a theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How often do you go there? I teach every Friday from 10 to 1. Three-hour class. Three hours, excuse me, to two hours and 50 minutes. So, yeah. USC? Is that what you said? USC, full-on, not extension. Yeah. Yeah, full-on class. You like a, take the train? How do you get down there? No, I drive my car. I drive, drive my automobile. car and then take a right on Vermont and left in. And Actually, now I've been, it's $12 to park. They don't pay for parking. What? You're the teacher. I know. Let's get you a gun, though. Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> I don't want to go political. Go ahead. Can't believe but they don't give they you a do, spot. I know. They do give, but you can park on the street for four hours for $3. So I've been doing that lately. Yeah, they take advantage of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do they call you Mr. Fetterman? They Professor, call you Wayne? Professor they, Fetterman. They do. <laughs> I make them call me. As a joke. As a joke. As a, okay. They mainly call me Wayne, but it's like every once in a while I go, excuse me, they'll go, oh, Professor Fetterman. And they get they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, and uh, <laughs> and these, are, these are kids that want to go into comedy writing? They want to do stand-up comedy? What, what's the First point? of all, this is level two stand-up. They've already taken an introductory stand-up. Who course. teaches that one? Um, Jordan Brady? No, Judith. <laughs> Judith. Why am I blanking oh, Judith, on Judith... Tall Judith. Why am I banking on her now? This is tar- horribly embarrassing because she's a... Oh, we know. Uh, Judith... Um... I, I'm just blanking on her. I know it. Judith. Judith. And uh, I'll think of it. And then she... Uh, so she t- taught that class and it was like... It was so popular that they came to me and said, would you teach a level two class? No, what, no, uh, uh, what, what are your credentials? Do you have a teaching certificate? Do you... I went to NYU drama school. That's it. No... no and so why you? Why did they choose you? I'm not putting, I, I think you'd be a great I agree teacher. with you. I agree with you. Um, I think they cho- chose me because one, my length of career in the business. Two, I was a, there was a, another teacher named Craig Anton. Okay, the great Craig sure. Anton. Yeah, he used to teach the level one class. Oh. I came in and spoke to the class, did very well. And then when Craig left to full-time teach in Georgia, do right. you know about this? I do know yeah. that, yeah. He was like, they wanted me to recommend someone, and I recommended you. So it's right. mainly okay. through Craig Anton. Great. Judith Shelton, what is That's wrong it. with my head? That's insane. That's um, a nice lady. She couldn't be nicer. She's helped me through. Helped me make a syllabus. She did. Awesome. I made a syllabus. Created. With her help. 
So yeah, the, with the, the Shelton help, with the Shelton <laughs> assist. <laughs> so this has been going on long enough that Craig was teaching it before he moved. Yes, this has been going on. Now, know was, just so you know, this is a boom, a boom thing that's going on across the country. The kids are into stand-up wow, in college awesome. as a, you know, what's going on with Emerson and yeah. BC and all of that. Like, Yeah, Emerson has a degree in comedy. Yes, yeah. Yeah. There's a comedy museum now. Do you know about this? I don't. Where's it at? It's yeah, not in a good that. place. Yeah. It's, it's upstate New York near Cooperstown. Oh, boy, that's competition. I know. <laughs> what do I do? Where do I go? Exactly. Do I pay homage do to I the paper? Yeah, right. <laughs> Go see what. Uh, hey, by the way, you mentioned Bob Hope. I forgot. I went to, I saw Bob Hope's grave the other day. Because uh, Zoe's doing her mission project. You know how every kid in California has to do the mission yes. project? So we went to the one in San Fernando, and Bob Hope's buried there. It's I, weird. I hope you're pissed on it. <laughs> Why? Did he do something wrong to you? No, I love Bob Hope. Oh. Which is for comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. But he would have loved that joke. He would have read it right <laughs> off a cue card. His grave site is insane. He has an entire garden in the back of the church at this mission, and different family members are buried in and then his is there's like a hatch hatch shell you know you know what i'm talking about one of those hatch shells <laughs> anyone anyone know what you a hatch shell is it, I don't, you could say it nine say more, more time say hatch shell you guys okay know, now I you guys it. know what a hatch shell is it's like when you see a, like a, a theater like an, an amphitheater in the park where it's just like a a half dome hatch hatch shell <laughs> it's like a shell you mean like yeah. what the hollywood bowl would be yeah, I guess that's a Before hatch. they built everything around it. Yeah. But this is like something you just see in a park, like a public park. Yeah. I, yeah. I never knew they were called hatch. The hatch shell. I never knew it was called a hatch shell either. Uh, the one in Boston, they call it the hatch shell. That's why I call yeah, it that. Yeah, in Chicago, they, uh, I forget what they call it there. Anyway, the, he's got his own hatch shell. <laughs> and, then, and then he's buried. There's a two, like a, the size of a... Uh, like is a, it like a question? Just because yeah. I know I'm a comedy professor. Yeah. Yeah. Is it say Bob Hope or Leslie Towns Hope? It says Leslie Towns Hope. Yeah. But it's him and his wife, and they're either side of a big open book, which I guess is meant to represent the Bible. But the book, which, which is made of limestone or something, is the size of that couch. Uh, it's humongous. Well, Bob was very well loved and uh, had a lot of money to, to do yeah. something. His wife was Dolores or Doris? Dolores. Dolores. Oh, Singer. There you go. Singer. There's Dolores. the book. But where's the hatch? <laughs> Can't find the hatch? I would just call oh, it a half shell. Okay. I forget what they it's call half, it in Chicago. The band, they call it a band shell. Yeah. Okay, there you go. I've never heard hatch. There's no hatch to it. Okay, that's just the one in Boston is called that. Maybe, I guess I thought maybe it was that was a person's name. A yeah, maybe that was the name of the, the park. Shell. Maybe, maybe. But it is like a hatch. You open it up and you jump in there. No, it's <laughs> no, like it's a hatch. Thing. There you go. That's the hatch. There, there's that. That's Look Bob at Hope. that. Look at Hope. You could do a set in there. Exactly. That's what I was wondering. Is it supposed to evoke a like something that he performed at? I don't know. It doesn't look like a battleship. Tell us, Professor, what is that supposed to be? Well, he, you know, he also was a boxer. Did you know that? No. If I'm not mistaken, Packy East was the name he fought under. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then a dancer, and then so obviously. Was, was Pacquiao named after him? <laughs> I guess he was. After Packy East. But, uh, you know, one of the first of the modern stand-ups. Not the first, but of not baggy pants, not a character, not a ethnic Situation, just a guy, just himself, a sharpie. They used to call them, I not see. the pen. You know, like a, well, yeah. a city slicker kind of. Fast As a professor, what are your thoughts on George Burns? <laughs> well, in um, first of all, amazing career, obviously, genius in a way because when he was in his late forties, he started doing old man material. 
like Bob Hope, Milton Berle, all of those guys were still, I'm a 35-year-old Sharpie guy. I'm a, like, that their persona never changed. Mm-hmm. Like, Burns was like, oh, I'm going to start doing the old. It's taking me a long time to get to the stage. Mm. You know, I'm not as, uh, I, there's nothing I can do, I can't do now that I couldn't do when I was 30, which just shows you how pathetic I was at 30. Those kind of jokes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he had 40 years, 45 years of doing old man material. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And those, so he like had his own market because everyone was too afraid to do that kind of stuff. I see. And obviously he, had, he found the genius in that Gracie. In Gracie. Yeah. I guess in, he was in his 50s when he started doing that. But um, what, what do you think about George Burns? I've, uh, uh, up until about a month and a half ago, I said he's a zero. And then I saw an old Johnny Carson. I was like, and on this very show, I said, I owe an apology to George Burns. He was very funny. He was in the moment. I was entertained by him. I then went down a YouTube wormhole and was like, boy, I'm wrong about George Burns. I need to uh, write the estate. You you had to like him as an actor, though, right? I did like him as an actor. Yeah. yeah. And that was the the amazing little cherry on the top of that career. Yeah. But... um, Here's the crazy thing. Like I, this is the one thing I teach the kids in the class. Comedy is generational as a rule. Like, like the edgiest guy, Lenny Bruce, now almost seems kind of weird and Quink. ranty and you know, yeah. like. Um, so that's that's my point. That it's basically for your generation, and so now, like. Dimitri Martin is like, that's considered an old comedian to these kids. Mm-hmm. That's like an old comedian who's been doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's in his 40s. He's been doing it a long time. Like, it's weird. Yeah. It's how fast that. Yeah, that's yeah. A, well, that's, in fairness, Dimitri has not been in the public eye for a decade. That's true. He's touring right now. He's touring right now. Yeah, but it, I, I, I kind of feel that way, too. It's like you don't hear his name anymore. There was a time where you heard his you know, name he had a, oh, He had a yeah. show. He, he was in movies, and he was doing it all. Right. No question. No. I, don't, I don't really – I kind of lost track of him. Mm. But I'm just, I was more about not that Dimitri is right. or isn't doing right. stuff. but It's just that uh, to a college how kid. How fast it's – yeah. Yeah. So to them, George Burns, you might as well be talking about – you know, a Civil War general or right. something like that. Like, it's so removed from their world. Do you ever mention former PGA golfer George Burns in your class? Does that ever? Does he ever come up? Because he, he had a nice career. He was a he German. Did. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, he wasn't one of the best, but he did right. okay. No, he hasn't come up, but maybe okay. in the final. I would, they, I would, this I would, is just a midterm. I would bring it up to the final. What former PGA golfer had the same name as a legendary comedian? And see how many get it right. Right? Of it's like a bonus question. They don't it's like have a bonus. To and if one kid gets it right... That kid gets a star. So are these kids, <laughs> I don't know how you guys grade. Do, do these kids do stand up, or any of them? Do you know if any of them? Every, you have to stand up. Almost oh, every almost every class, kids are doing stand up. Every class, I, we do something either a but, joke writing exercise or okay. their own stand up. Uh, but do they go to open mics? Yes, yeah, we wow. do. I incur, I told them the very first day of class, and I know we're taking a break. The very first thing I said. No matter what I teach you here, whatever theories or strategies or things or encouragement, nothing is more important than getting up on stage. Nothing I can say. Because mm-hmm. that's how you learn to do 100% it. 100% agree right? with you. 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a professor. I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right. 
Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Wayne Fetterman's on Twitter at Fetterman. Couldn't be easier to find him there. You can also check out the new Gary Shandling documentary on HBO. He helped out with that. I can't wait to see it. It's a two-part documentary uh, directed by Judd Apatow. It starts uh, March 26th, I believe, on HBO. So please check that out. Jimmy Pardo's going to be at Crackers in Indianapolis the 8th, 9th, and 10th of March. Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island the 30th and 31st of March. And then the Jukebox in Peoria, Illinois on the 6th and 7th of April. Uh, we are doing Doing a live playing games on the 15th of March. That's at UCB Franklin. Go to ucbtheater.com for info on that. But the main event is this Saturday. This is our last time we can tell you about it. Uh, please check out nevernotfunny.com, Saturday, noon to midnight Pacific time. That's where you'll find Part Castathon 2018. We're going to have 33 guests, give or take, uh, over 12 hours. Uh, it's going to be a blast. If you've seen it before, you know how much fun it is. I dare you to stop watching once you tune in. It's super fun. We're raising money for Smile Train. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to see if we can get to $1 million raised over the last nine years or however long we've been doing Smile Train uh, charity events. And uh, we're really excited about it. You can donate now at NeverNotFunny.com. You can check out the auctions at NeverNotFunny.com uh, and give money that way. You can also buy the uh, pre-order, the download uh, version of Podcastathon, which will be available March 9th. But uh, pay for it now and your money goes uh, towards the total that we will be raising on Saturday. So check it out. March 3rd, noon to midnight. NeverNotFunny.com. Podcastathon 2018. That's all you got to know. Hey, Enjoy. Wait, before you stop. Yeah. Yeah, there's even an audio stream at NeverNotFunny.com if you just want to listen to the podcast-a-thon. Uh, it's uh, right there on the Never Not Funny homepage. So check it out and enjoy. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. 
Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, Matt Belknap, I understand ZipRecruiter is a sponsor this week. I want you to take the lead on this one. I would be more than happy to do it, Jimmy. Uh, I know you're looking to replace uh, Elliot. I don't know if he knows that yet, but um, every business needs great people. And a better way to find them. That's the two things you need. What I usually do yeah. is I ask a friend for uh, assistance, which is how we found Elliot, or I just kind of wander aimlessly through a parking lot saying, you looking for work? You're telling me there's a better way. There's something better than posting your job online and just praying the right people see it. I see. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. Uh-huh. Uh, these invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who use, I'm sorry, who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Who 80%? 80%. Think, think about it. That means like by tomorrow at this time, we could have someone sitting in Elliott's seat. Oh boy, oh boy. Quality. It's job one. That's a different ad. That's a different company. Quality. ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there, Jimmy. Oh. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive, so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Here's what I want you to do. Okay. Well, first of all, businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. So right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. <laughs> for, for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't remember negotiating this deal. Is this a deal you negotiated without me? No, you were there, Jimmy. I think you just forgot about it because your head was in the clouds thinking about that other negotiation we had. <laughs> I know you got a little hung up on that other one. It was it was a little contentious. This one was smooth. These guys. No, that other one makes you uh, pay for shipping. Well, this one's free. You get you get to try this whole service for free. You go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That's right. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. And uh, you get a you get a what do you get? <laughs> I thought it was going to say a month. Free. I thought there was going to be more to this. It's there's, it's it's so simple. It's just you get to try it for you free. Can try it out. Try it. 
If you need to hire someone, especially if you don't need to hire someone, I say try it anyway. Maybe you'll meet someone new. Maybe you'll make a new friend. Make a new friend. Maybe you're hiring. Maybe I'm hiring friends. Hiring friends. There you go. Uh, Boy, that's that, 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 there's got to be. Well, that's Facebook, right? <laughs> What's a say that, that there's got to be a sad sack. Like a like a dating site, but just for friends. Just to hang out. Yeah. Hey, I I want to go to a concert. I don't want to go alone. I think that's what that site, Adult Friend Finder, is. I I um I, I don't know what that is. Only I used it a couple of times. I don't get that joke. Oh, <laughs> Adult Friend. Adult Friend Finder is like a it's like prostitution basically. Oh Jesus! Yeah. All right, ZipRecruiter is not involved in prostitution. No, no. I was making a joke at the expense of a site that's advertised uh, on the internet. I didn't. Uh, not familiar with that uh, site, and well, uh, look that into makes it. me a better person. I think. <laughs> Based on the content. If you're looking for an adult friend, it makes me a better person to not know about it. Yes, but you know what would make you an even better person? What's that? Using ZipRecruiter for your next hire. ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Now, uh, during the break, we just learned that our uh, friend of the show, Greg Trout, is uh, a little under the weather. We wish uh, Greg uh, the best of uh, luck in his uh, recuperation. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a uh, big supporter of the show, and he's a big supporter of my live shows. Uh, He's also had you two idiots on uh, his podcast, right? Weren't you on there, Matt, or just uh, Garen? I think it was just Karen. All right, just one idiot then. I apologize. If if I'm forgetting being on his show, then I apologize. (laughs) Well, we wish him a lot of luck uh, uh, as we uh, prepare for this quiz that the professor is about to give us. Yep. And now everybody's allowed to play this at home as well. Yes. Play yep. along at home. Play along at home. And How many questions are we going to do? We're going to do 10 and a bonus tiebreaker. Okay. okay. So we're going to, uh, let's go through, uh, give us all the questions. We'll write down our answers. We'll just do them one at a time, right? I think that's the best way to, I mean, if you read them all at the same time, that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know if, if you could even do that. Like a, some sort of a throat throwing. Okay, here we go. <laughs> are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh? Question number one. How many years did Johnny Carson host NBC's Tonight Show? How many years did Johnny Carson uh, host the Tonight Show? <laughs> this is interesting. This is interesting. Go. Next one. Second. What year did the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard open? <laughs> what Christ, year? These are tough. <laughs> these are really tough. I thought you were going to start with easy ones. No, these are the hard ones. <laughs> uh, go. Okay. I just say go because I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I, I it seems just... fair to everybody else. Name Bob Newhart's debut album released in 1960 that won the Grammy oh. for Album of the Year, not Comedy Album of the oh, Year. I totally know album of the Year. Oh man, we talk about it a lot in class. Is amazing. That, is that right? Yeah, amazing story. This one oh, might... I'm going to know this when it comes up. That's so annoying. Uh, this one might be too hard, but it's going to be tough. <laughs> Jesus, the other ones weren't. In what year did Freddie Prinze make his debut on The Tonight Show? <laughs> Very, well, we talk about that a lot because Freddie Prinze, the next day, had a sitcom, and that yeah. was, in a way, kicked off the, the big comedy boom of the 70s and 80s. In what city did Richard Pryor film his landmark 1979 stand-up film, Live in Concert? Ooh. I thought you were going to say Live on the Sunset Strip, and I was excited to no one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the one before that. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. It's the Terrace Theater. That doesn't help. I'll give you a hint also. It's in California. So it's a city in California. Venue still exists. All right. Okay. 
Name Maria Bamford's comedy special with an audience of just her two parents. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I was involved in that thing, too, and I can't even pull it. You were there, too. Motherfucker. These are hard. These are hard. That's knowable. That's knowable, very, right? Very noble. I mean, let she, me give you a hint. Of, she, let me give an example of a, an easier question that I gave them that you would know, which okay. name the three people who have hosted The Daily Show. Oh, yeah. You okay. can say it out loud if you Kilborn, want. Kilborn, Stewart, Noah. Yeah, okay. So. Well, and you, you're not counting Colbert host one episode. You're not doing, going down that deep. Dick fuck. He means the three <laughs> hosts. <laughs> I guess. Marquee names. Okay. This is one that's yeah, great. Yeah, marquee names. This one is great. This is this is figure outable, okay? Mm-hmm. What famous comedy team made their TV debut on the premiere episode of Toast of the Town? <laughs> and we'll just say, as a hint, Toast of the Town became the Ed Sullivan Show, so it was the first Ed Sullivan Show. I didn't know these were going to be this hard, so I'm going to make <laughs> What year does the series The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel take place? Oh, Jesus. Oh, gosh. Do, they, do, do your students watch that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've only watched one. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on, teach. What comedian taped the very first HBO special back in 1975? Very first HBO hour special. Whew. 19, Yep. Give you a hint, he's white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Garen doesn't like that one. Is that the 10? Is that 10? No, no, that's, no, nine. that's nine. That's nine. Uh, that, I don't think you're going to get this next one, but we're going to throw it out. This is the, Again, these are the hardest These are the hardest questions of the 40. By the way, the only one I'm mad about not being able to get is the Maria Bamford. But it's embarrassing. It's, it's completely embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> she sat here and talked about it. I want to I so point out, did. by the way, that we had a conversation before be, during the break when we said, hey, Wayne, why don't you pick five easy ones and yes, five hard ones? We did and oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. I have a serious question for you before we get to uh, number 10 and the bonus. Right. Is it possible you need to have a hearing test? And I mean that sincerely. I'm not making fun because I called out to you as you were leaving here and you just completely. I heard that. That was comedy. That was comedy. <laughs> that was comedy. I literally did that. You said, Wayne, and I closed the door for comedic. And, and I heard a laugh. I, and I heard laughter. I'd still like to have you here. <laughs> go right ahead. Jesus. All right, go ahead. I got uh, 10 and bonus. Okay. Okay. This one is hard, but again, we're going back to home box office. A lot of home box office here. Mm-hmm. How many stand up specials did George Carlin tape for HBO? Do you want me to give you a multiple choice on that one? Uh, no. no. Okay. It's a guess. I think it's fun to throw a dart. Yeah. Okay. And then we have a bonus question. Again, these two were the hardest ones. No shit. Of the things. Another ones would be name the four comedians of comedy, like something like that. Oh, I could get that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name Ali Wong's breakout Netflix special and album. I bet everybody got it in that class, huh? Yeah. Everyone knew that. Though. Yeah. What was the name of Gary Shanley? Is that called Cobra Lady or something? Yeah, it's something like that. Which Ali Wong special? Cobra, Cobra Mother, Cobra Mom. Cobra Cobra's mom? close enough. I'll, I would give you. Spe- I would give you. Spe- what is it, Chris? It's um, Cobra Lady. I thought that was right. It's not something. Cobra Baby. Cobra Baby. I think. Okay, so those are the ten. <laughs> what's right? the bonus? Well, what's you, the bonus? What's bonus? Oh, I thought that was going to see if it was a tie, and then I would give the bonus. Oh, uh, well. 
Oh, let's also say the comedians of comedy were Patton Oswalt, Brian Posehn, Zach Galifianakis, and Marie Bamford. Yes, you guys knew that. So those were the there were many easier ones. Give the bonus. Yeah, give the bonus. Okay, this was controversial because it's about Louis C.K. Oh boy, how much money did he charge for his self-financed and self-distributed special live at the Beacon? Finally, one I could get. Here we go. All right, (laughs) give us the answer. Here we go. Number one. Oh, I, so my total guess, but right off the top of my wait, head. Wait, wait, really, you want to do that? How do, how do we want to do it? Let's go too long that way. Do you just quickly go around and say what we all thought? All right, go. I said 38. 27. 40. 42. 30 years, 1962 to 1990. I mean, 1992. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I thought right. it was 65. All right. Yeah. Comedy so, store opened. So nobody gets that. No, no one got that. So correct your own test. Yeah. We're, we, yeah. Uh, anyway. Comedy store, I... Said 1969. I have no idea. 72? 67. 55. 72 is correct. Wow. Nice job, Jimmy. Thank you. Name Bob Newhart's album released in 1961 Grammy for Album of the Year. I, com- uh, com- what? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Comedy Minus One? That's, <laughs> That's Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. Uh, button Down Mind of Bob Newhart. Uh, yeah. Correct. That is correct. Uh, I put I'm Bob Newhart. I didn't get it. I knew, I knew I'd recognize it, though, because I just saw it like two weeks ago. This one is almost impossible. Um... Is this the Richard Pryor one? Is that? No, no. The, no, the, the Freddie Prince? Prince. 74? 75. 73. 72. Gosh, you guys were all around. I would give you credit for all of that. I'm a very easy teacher. <laughs> no, but, then, no, I would do a plus or minus for that. I would yeah, all okay. give you credit for that. We're all wrong. But um, what city did Richard Pryor film live in concert? The greatest stand-up film San ever. San Francisco. I Sacramento. Said. Oakland. San Diego. Long Beach. Long Beach. Long Beach. All right, I've got Maria two. Bamford's comedy special with an audience of just her two parents and Does Wayne Federman on piano. I have an answer. Yeah. I have an answer, too. I put it. the very special special. Very close. Oh, it's close. Very close. I, I put the special, 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 special. Too many specials, That's but I would give them credit for that. Special, special, special. Yeah, the special, special. All right, special. you know what? I think I think they both get credit for yeah. that. Right. You didn't get it. No. no. And she promoted it on this show yes. in this season. And again, <laughs> I was involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm zero for six, guys. Oh, you're not doing well. This one you're going to get. What famous comedy team? Are you? Team no. made their TV debut on the premiere of Toast of the Town. Also, because the- we were talking about him, I said Burns and Allen. Yeah, that's what I said. Burns and Allen. Jordan Gracie. I said Martin Lewis. Martin and Lewis is God. correct. Oh, Jesus. Of course it is. Martin Lewis. Uh, Burns and Allen are vaudeville. Okay. The way you said it, though, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, I almost put Smothers Brothers, and then I corrected myself. Is that right? T- TV debut would be. Yeah, why would it matter too. that they were vaudeville? Correct. They're You're correct. Yeah, I do. As I was saying it, I was like, yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> what year? I think Ellie is going to win this. What, what do you got? Barely, too. What are we at now? With Num- eight. Number eight. Number eight. With ha- who oh, this has- one I got right. This one I got right. Is that true? Because I, I just watched it. The, what the year? The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel takes, takes place, place in what year? 1958. Oh. Correct. Oh, I said 1968 like a moron. Yeah, I put 57. Uh, Unbelievable. That's good. How did you know that? Because I just he watched just it. just watched it, Maisel. I also gave them a bonus question. This was for the class. Who was the U.S. vice president at that time? Agnew. <laughs> Uh, Richard Nixon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you would do great in my Agnew. class. Agnew is, uh, who's uh, vice president? Okay, so the last two were HBO questions, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Robert Klein. Robert, Robert Klein. Klein. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. no. Dana Carvey. I put, Dana I put Carvey. Richard Klein. <laughs> you should buy? get a point taken away. Richard Klein? Yeah, but I'm Robert Klein is what I was. Okay, that's close okay, you get, I, we, we know you I'm meant it. Point for we that. know you meant it. And this is the hardest. This is very difficult. This is, yeah. This uh, is. 
how oh oh how many HBO specials did Carlin? I, I I feel like it's thirteen. I said twelve for some reason. I said eighteen. I said eight. I said four. Fourteen. Oh, I was wow. so, so, you're so close. That was One, amazing. Two. I got three. I got two. I got two. I mean, I vaguely remember when you get? I got two. So I win. <laughs> What's the bonus? The $5. bonus. The bonus. Five dollars. Five dollars. Did everyone get that? I okay. said three. Well, oh, three. All right. Well, that was fun. That was their midterm. That was their mid. Those were the hard. Those Damn. were hard questions. But they've but they've been studying that. You've been teaching them those so things. So they should do much better. Than like we nothing did. on the test was something that never came up in class, right? Uh, first of all, they, it was an open internet test, so they just had to look it up. What? <laughs> Wait a what minute. What the fuck is this class? <laughs> this is not a real... This is real. <laughs> That's the way I do it. I'm going to complain to the dean. <laughs> we used to call them open book tests. You never yeah. took an open book test? Yeah, of course we, we did. did. Okay, so it's uh, open internet. That's for the kids. That's they like in mm. that way. So I'm more about teaching them things than making them memorize right, something right, that sure. they're going to forget. In a way. Well, they're also never going to need that, really. They're never going to never going to know. It was fun, though. It's fun. It yeah, was it really fun. fun. They really, I mean, they really liked Ted. And there was other questions like, where did uh, Tina Fey go to college? You know, just silly things. I don't like know that. the answer to that. Penn? She, I know she's from Pennsylvania, right? She went somewhere down there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even remember. But uh, anyway, Leslie Jones played basketball college all right so that, that's not important <laughs> no 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 i'm just trying to connect them a little to that. anyway that's okay. so that's my class so i've been teaching that this is the second time i've done it i just do the spring semester that's it huh won't do the fall no no why not it's just a thing with christmas and everything it's just a lot <laughs> <You're> a <Jew. laughs> okay this is the honest truth and it's not gonna be funny it's not gonna be funny <laughs> uh was that uh that i was very ambivalent about doing it that's very, for the reasons you were speaking of. So you might do it next fall. No, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to ever do it two semesters. In. Yeah, I think so I'll why, just... why ambivalence? Why do you think? Why do you think? Because who are you? <laughs> Is it because you, you're not sure you agree philosophically with the idea of teaching comedy? One, that it's a little bit of a, yeah. a ripoff. Of the, but they, you know, the class sold out and then two kids dropped out. Because uh, it's too tough. <laughs> <laughs> and Why the hell would you drop out of that? It's insane. I know. No, they just, it's like, it's sort of an elective class. It's not, yeah. there's no comedy major or anything like that. So. Um, it sounds like the most fun class you could possibly take. It's in fun. And, they, and you're funny. I'm, yeah. But part of it is those who can do, those who can't teach. There was so always, you didn't want to be a teacher. You were worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Very you're much. You're still working? You're still out there? I get. I get it, but I'm obviously I'm not booking gigs on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in the spring because hmm. I'm book, you know. But tell me, are you going to put? I know you're making your last reel. Are you going to put any of your class on there? <laughs> no, <laughs> of me doing. What if you switched it to Tuesdays and then you could? I tried to. Really? Well, you did. They they can't just the way like their main courses are Monday through Thursday, and uh, then these sucks. joke classes yeah. <laughs> literally yeah, joke classes right. I'm not kidding I wasn't making fun of the class I'm saying this is a joke class right um, so, you gonna, so and also yeah so part of me was just like if my career was really where I wanted it to be and I'm not complaining about my career. You've had a nice career. I had yeah. a great, very nice, very and it's nice. still happening. You and Apato, I mean, you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to um, get Judd to come talk to the class? Um, I haven't asked him. I have not asked him. I'd like to audit. <laughs> I don't want to speak to the class because I have nothing to offer these children. But I'd like to audit. I, come on I'm, down. I'm going to sit on a mat in the back row. Come on, sit. <laughs> ah, nice. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anytime. They might get a charge out of me in there. <laughs> just sitting in the they back. would blow their mind. No, it would not. They don't know who I am. 
they uh, so uh, so that's my that that's my take on it. It's weird. It I, is weird. I get I get that that would feel. No, weird, it but. feels good to like when you feel like a big shot. That appeals to me just on an ego level. But right. then but then there's part of it just like oh, okay. How many uh, weeks? Sixteen weeks? No, I twelve weeks. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's like. Well, you're fine, but you're maybe you're, it is sixteen weeks. Now that I think of it, four months. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. sense. I, I don't know why to. Yeah, you really. I'm bad at math. That. That's why I'm not teaching math. <laughs> no, but it's. I mean, the campus is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like it literally feels like a movie set when you're walking around. It is immaculate. Mm-hmm. Right. Immaculate. Yeah, I go to that LA Book Fair sometimes. You do? It's, it's incredible. I like yeah. I like it. It's incredible. So, um, Take so that's train down there. So that's what. But I was. I part of me is ambivalent. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. But think about. Well, first of all, you could show them that documentary about Chandling and be like, "Yeah, there's my name, co-producer. Like, I'm relevant, motherfuckers. Don't look at me like I'm nothing. What are you talking? Look, I'm on the screen. That's my name. You know me. That wouldn't be even sadder. <laughs> to freeze my name. I'm saying, don't even show the movie. Just bring the title card. And be like, there it is. Oh my god. Enjoy. You go watch the rest at home. But I just wanted oh you guys my to see god. This. But every once in a while, they see something like they're like, oh, I was watching Community, and I saw you. Yeah. You know. So awesome. what about that uh, Hertz commercial? They ever see that? No, they they weren't even born. Not exactly. <laughs> what about like curb your enthusiasm, right? You were on that yeah no no i'm not going down my Sorry. my credit list with you i'm saying we visualize the whole class as you just going through each of your credits no, each seriously, week. seriously kids i mean i had a career i'm nope. not just a look teacher. at how great I've i was done. on this one i want you to analyze how good i was in this oh scene God. will ferrell i've worked with him i'm gonna start, start going crying he went to usc crying oh, did he? no i'm saying that would be my thing yeah you know will ferrell <laughs> <laughs> i do too I'm sorry. I'm sensitive. I'm a sensitive. I person. would be too. I, you would that. be, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. It's great that you're doing that. I mean, like, uh, I'm sure you get something out of it. But just think about you're passing on your knowledge. That's important. Again, nothing I can say is more important than doing an open mic. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So silly. I'm like, that's what I told the the dean. Okay, here is the craziest thing. This is going public, by the way. Keep that in mind. I don't think he's going to mind. Okay. But the dean. He also teaches classes there. The dean of the whole School of the Arts. Guess what he teaches? Improv. I'm going to just say it right now. Yeah. Clowning. Okay. That Literally, a, I work for a clown. That's a private <laughs> class. Literally, my dean is. <laughs> All right. <Literally. laughs> wow. And how many kids are in his class? I don't know. I haven't seen one of his. Supposedly, it's a very good class. Follow up. Can I audit that class? <laughs> I'm going to audit some classes. <laughs> that sounds great. Let's go over there on a Friday, bounce around to these joke yes. classes. There's a magic class. There's a guy who teaches magic. Oh, my God. My son would love that. Really? Yeah, he loves magic. All right. So, uh, he's good at it. What else? No, but actually, the dean, he's a very nice guy. He's a very nice Intro guy. Intro to yo-yo? You got that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tommy Smothers every week coming down. <laughs> yeah, nice. Talking. Yeah. Uh, Taking it way too seriously. <laughs> hey, Tommy, great. Be funny. <laughs> there is, obviously, there's improv classes and things like right. that. So. I don't know. But yeah. what do you think about just overall? I'm going to throw it out to the room. Uh, just by the room, I mean just you two. Um, <laughs> sorry. That was, that's what I teach them is the thing and then the... Right, right, yeah, right. right. Great. The zig and the zag. The Liebman, I call it. What do you call it? The Liebman. Oh, you do? Oh, uh, I never yeah. called it that, but she's a terrific joker. She's a master of it. She is. Uh, so what, what, my question was about, what were we just talking about? I'm sorry. Classes. Classes. What's our thoughts on comedy? That? Yeah. Improv clowning. I just think, here's my question for you. If you were teaching a class, what what do you think you would be able to bring to it? 
Why are you looking at me? <laughs> that got heavy, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm with you. I'm not 100% sure that I agree with the idea of it, although I love that you're doing it. Like I, I, I I'm, I'm jealous of those kids. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. it would, it would have been amazing. I would have taken that class in a second if I, uh, had the I think you're a good guy for it too. I do. I, I, I hate to say, guy. yeah. Well, but that's cause yeah, you're not just a comedian. You, you actually care about the history of comedy. I do. You're I like do. a, I'm very passionate about it. You've written books about stuff. You, 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 you're, interested. I wrote about this podcast in the history of comedy article for mm-hmm. split cider. Yeah. Thank you, Wayne. So you're welcome. Can, what are you talking about? Like, you know how to research things. And I agree. I think Wayne would be great. Yeah. Uh, how would I approach? It? I don't know. Would you teach a class? I was asked once. <laughs> okay. That means no. Uh, <laughs> and the truth is, I don't know. Uh, uh, financially, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then the more I thought about it, it was like, because people are against comedy classes. Which, yes. Which I am. I feel if you need to take a six week class at the local YMCA to give you the courage to then go to open mics, great. As long as I don't feel like I'm stealing their money, mm-hmm. uh, I would feel good about giving them the confidence right. to then do it. Because right. some people are afraid to go to the open mic. You're right. It's a, and then you want to see if, hey, maybe if I'm the funniest or among the funniest of this class. Right. Yeah. Or maybe you want to be a better speaker at work. Maybe you yeah. want to be, whatever. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but... I don't know if I could. First of all, I would have to talk to Shelton. I'd have to get a syllabus. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, uh, it would right. be, okay, today we're going to talk about joke writing. Uh, by the way, I do mostly crowd work. So good luck on that. <laughs> um, and blah, and blah. And I mean, it sounds like you do a lot of history, but you, do you also no, talk about. No, it's mainly, it's oh, not, really? mainly not history. I mean, oh, okay. the tests are, because I can't test on there. You're not allowed to judge on there. Whether they're funny or not. Oh, uh, yeah. That's You're not allowed to, really. Not allowed to. Huh. Well, I, that, I, I understand that. That makes sense. You could also, those people develop also, yeah, 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 and they're yeah. like, or maybe they're trying something new that but old-timey you, comedian Wayne Fetterman wouldn't even understand. Right. Mm-hmm. In you are the wrong guy for that job. I've changed my mind. <laughs> but you could, you could, you know, uh, there's there's some mechanics that you could talk about. Oh, we t- uh, literally, we take three weeks just mic in and out of stand. That's mm-hmm. three weeks. Three weeks! <laughs> <laughs> I meant more like uh, callbacks and misdirects. <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes you're going to stand where you have to press it. Yeah, and yeah. it comes up. Yeah. Other ones you will have that's to that's true. Right, that was yeah. a week. Now, don't be thrown by the tripod-style <laughs> microphone. You just watch your stuff. You could do this. You could do this. Well, I could do certainly three weeks of it. <laughs> wouldn't I think, wouldn't your instinct just to be to try to be funny the whole time? Like, basically, it would be like doing a long set I did, You know what week. I did do? I did do, uh, when the improv, uh, they put together a Saturday afternoon, uh-huh. and they had me come on How to Be a Good Host. Mm-hmm. Oh, and right. I hosted that. I, I I taught that part of it. You mm-hmm. sat people at tables. You were like your waitress. Not that with kind you. of host. Oh, okay. No, like a stand-up comedy host. <laughs> okay. But I and I did enjoy doing that. I because I did. I I took the time and and yeah. made the notes on because that I felt like I am a good host. I know how to do that very well. And there, those are things that's unlike being funny. That actually is teachable. There's things yes. you do and there's things you don't and do. And there's things you don't do. Right. Yeah. So that makes sense. I mean, that's true of all comedy. I guess you're basically just saying here are the things I can teach you. And then here's this huge thing that I cannot teach you. <laughs> right. You just have to figure well, you it out. You can't teach funny. Yeah. Cannot teach it. No. Cannot at all. teach it. At all. It's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. But so the, that's my, that's my clue. So that's the, the newest thing in the Wayne Federman. I life. think it's great, Wayne. Thank you. Thank you. But you do know that there is a reputation in the comedy world that if you're teaching comedy, you're not funny. Let me yeah, say, but, but yeah. you don't. You will agree with that. You already have a reputation of being funny, though. You're, you've you've I, that, proven that's yourself. That's why I took it. That's why I took the class. Yes. Like people know your name. Like that. That's here's the, uh, the other thing I was going to say about that um, is that something about it, and maybe I'm just a, kind of a snob, but like the fact that it's USC, 
That's you're right. te- you're teaching at USC. I agree like, with you 100. That was one of the right highly rated. As opposed to what are the ones with the magazine and the newsstand? Well, the learning annex. I don't. Yeah, mean, the learning annex. I don't mean to slam it. I, I don't know anything about it. But there's a place uh, near my house in, in in Burbank on Magnolia that's just a school for comedy, and I have no idea what the deal is at all. But that might be Judas Shelton School. Is it? <laughs> no, she also teaches outside of oh, USC, okay. and she's believe yeah. me, she is really good. She is really good. I'm sure there's great stuff yeah, out yeah, there, yeah. and so I'm not trying to disparage anybody. But something about like if you're just like, yeah, I'm just I'm teaching at this place in the valley. It's like, oh, okay. But like you're teaching Do you at USC. Do you agree with that? Do you feel like USC adds a level or are you just like, no, Wayne? It's too bad you can't be working at uh, the Laugh Stop. No, I think it's great that you're doing it. First of all, what what would you rather be doing? I'd rather be talking. Booked, I'd rather be booked oh, really? every weekend. Yeah, but you're not bookable. I know. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, not, let's be honest. Why are we ignoring that why, part right, of this conversation? Right, exactly. But like be I'm, grateful you found this. A bad club that like the crowd's not into it or like no, you're, you're, you a made few right hours call. with you some kids right that call. are like I'm sure they love you right uh, thanks you're very likable and uh, I'll just stop now it feel like it's sad now it's getting yes we have to end this why, do you, why is this still going on yeah let's end this let's end this <sighs> Wayne Fetterman's and our guest somehow got uh, very very sad sorry guys <laughs> you don't have anything to apologize for don't bring this up Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to call him the professor all day. That's, that's, oh, there's no question we're going to call him the oh, professor. Oh, that's going to happen, sure. Ah, uh, the professor, Wayne Fetterman on the keys, all 88. <laughs> right? These are th- examples of what I might say over a 12-hour hour, uh, period. Mm-hmm. No question. Right? And it's noon Eastern time? No, sir. Oh, no. Noon, noon Pacific. So 3 o'clock. Nope. <laughs> nope. You know when to be there, you jackass, for comedy. I like it. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Parkcastathon. Listen. Watch. Saturday, noon Pacific. That is three on the uh, East Coast, two on the Central Zone. Mountain, you can go fuck yourself. You guys know how I feel about you. Uh, Hawaii, uh, stay on the beach. <laughs> Donate your money, but stay on the beach. So they're at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Is that right? Am I they're doing three that? hours behind us. Is yeah. this three? Yeah. Yeah. 9A, that's actually the place to watch it. 9A It's actually 9P. the perfect place to be. If you can make it, uh, get, book a flight to Honolulu and oh, boy. enjoy your day. I prefer Lanai. Do you know that island? That's uh, the private island. Yeah, I've never been there. I'll be having the pop culture bees. Look at them. Anyway, come to Parkcast with I Watch it Saturday. Don't forget the auctions. Pop culture bees, Garen Cockrell. There he is back there. That's Dr. Semantic. He's gonna he's on the mend for Saturday. The Hunter Met Belknap, the Professor. Wayne Fetterman, I'm Jimmy Partle. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47, go on, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Hey everyone, Scott Ackerman here. Uh, Are you a fan of the podcast, You Talking You Two to Me? Well, I hope you are. If you are, make sure to check out Adam Scott and I have a new show, Are You Talking R.E.M. Re-Me? That's right. It's a brand new show with a brand new title. 
Join us as we discuss the music and impact of the band R.E.M., through an album-by-album album analysis. That sounds very nerdy, but it's actually fun. We break down everything and nothing about the band. Listen to the limited series, Are You Talking R.E.M.? Re-Me, Wednesdays on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Earwolf.com. This is good rock and roll. Uh, use it!